What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Aus. Uh, I'm in here with the fellas. What's up? This is your boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackle 1711 at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice 2 underscores and on Twitter at 2 underscores. Be nice. And it's your boy, Aus. You can follow me on Twitter at 10stacks. You can follow the show, like Lando said, at Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast. And you can follow us on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts to listen. Or follow me on Twitter to watch live. We ain't doing it live today. But if you want to watch live in the future, Periscope, Twitter, 10 Stacks. All right. So, what's going on, man? Y'all all right? Doing good. You nice? Uh, I think I've been better, bro. It's just been an emotional day. My nigga Nipsey funerals today. And I should just, I don't know. I've been, been on edge all day, man. Watching man. the service was just... It was tough for me. I ain't, I ain't think it was going to be tough, man. But seeing the, the, the like, throwback stuff, the videos of him just being a regular-ass little kid, to hear his brother talk, that just fucked me up. Yeah, Black Sam was talking that real. I ain't watch it. I felt weird because I'm not, like, at the end of the day, that nigga's still a stranger to me. So it's like, I don't even go to, like, people funerals that, like, I know of. Like, if Ashley got, like, a cousin that died, I probably wouldn't go to that funeral. So, I just didn't feel right to watch this man's funeral. But I understood why people had it going on. I just didn't do that. But it was some stuff. It was some real stuff being said. And I like what Laura London said. And, you know, I think when Nipsey Mama spoke, like, in the, in the little video before the funeral, mm-hmm. that was, like, that kind of just soothed my mind about the yeah, whole situation. Yeah, definitely brought some peace back for everybody else who was just kind of, like, and just, like Mary said in, in the long run before, it just seemed like he was more so at peace at all the stuff he was doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and for her to be as strong as she was and just, you know, peaceful about the situation, it kind of put death and his life in a different light for people. Like, this is something that they all seemed like they was prepared for. And he led the best life he, he could. I do like that they it looked like more of a celebration. For sure. And that's, that's what I like to see. Like, I, I've been to some very sad funerals. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. to some... Funerals with people celebrating and, and, and laughing and thinking about the good times and that's that's the thing I took away and I just the support he had man like Master P and shit was there so it's definitely um definitely good yeah, it's long reaching for sure man you know what I'm saying to where you see all the people that he was able to kind of just inspire and all the messages he was able to spread just you know it's inspirational I always kind of chimed in about that too it just make you you know what I'm saying at least us as as younger black males just you know what I'm saying inspiring and also just make you think about like all the shit you ain't doing right now like there's so much more you could do and I feel like that's a part of the message you wanted people to reach just a young nigga from you know what I'm saying rolling 60s and he made it to the Staples Center and his, his death you know what I'm saying that's some crazy shit get messages from Barack Obama Farrakhan at your funeral you know what I'm saying you in front of 30,000 motherfuckers so I think just amazing. <clears throat> the major key thing overall because Nipsey said a lot, but something that's been hitting me most definitely lately is just the fact that he was preaching the marathon. And it's just like, that's what just down there what life is. Like, a lot of us just want everything that much quicker. But it's a marathon, man. You got to take it every lap at a time, man. Run your laps. Don't miss it. Don't, don't try to rush it, man. It's, it's a long race. So we get there sooner or later. That's for sure one of the biggest things that I know. Like, he had on a green hoodie. In one of the interviews, he was he was talking. I think it might have been Power One Hundred Five, but he was just speaking on that same shit. Like the only difference between me and anybody else is that I just didn't quit. It's like that's that's probably the the simplest way of just telling people like ain't no difference between us for real. 
what I'm saying? Ain't about the talent or skill. Everybody got a talent. God put some type of skill in front of everybody. It's just like, you can't quit. You got to take your lumps and your bruises. And he talked about that in his music too, just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want this shit to be easy. I want to feel every emotion. I want to go through the ups and the downs. And it's going to be that much sweeter in the end. So just, you know what I'm saying? Anybody listening, take that from him and keep pushing. Um. All right, so shout out Shaking My Heads. That's pretty much a shout out right there. Yeah, you got for any, sure. You shout any more shout outs to, be done? Uh, the NBA playoffs starting. After All-Star break, the league, it got a little grueling. You know what I'm saying? It slowed down a little bit. For me, I had March Madness to kind of hold over. You know, everybody don't like that shit, though. Um, shout out to the Michigan State Spartans for a big-time season. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me and Lando actually had that conversation before the season, and I told him legitimately that I seen this from the team, and I gave them a two-year outlook to win the national championship. And uh, given, you know, being honest about it, given the weaker state of what college basketball this was this year, State kind of pushed forward with that that uh, timeline a little bit and had a shot at winning the national title this year. They fell a little bit short. You know what I'm saying? It was a little undermanned. They have all the bodies that they needed. Maybe just one more wing, and I felt like they could have got it done. But, you know what I'm saying? They made a hell of a push. So, I don't want to shot them out for that. Who do you blame for the um, for that loss? The Texas Tech loss? The Texas Tech loss. Because, I, I mean, Izzo, he made a lot of mistakes. Definitely In the games? Um, <coughs> for me personally... And I, I'm trying to back this all year. I will play some blame on Izzo, but the only reason why I won't, and he, he kind of stayed pat with that too, the the thing that I would place blame on Izzo is, like you said, lineups. But the one thing is, is taking Aaron Henry out with two fouls in the first half. But playing a numbers game, like Izzo said, if you look at, uh, you know what I'm saying, what was it? Two minutes and, and fifty seconds. They they got it to one point. It was a fifty-two, fifty-one, and then I think two plays after that, they had a chance to take the lead. And Henry pushed the ball to the middle of the lane, and he got a wide open three from Matt McQuaid. So I felt like even with them type of situations, we're talking about the lineups. If you look at within less than three minutes, they was right there with a chance to win the game. So I I just feel like I get what you're saying. But I think he just played played the odds of, and even like you know what I'm saying, Kyle Aarons was hurt, which was another wing. They didn't have another legitimate guard on the team besides Foster Lawyer and Gabe Brown, or somebody that could play wing minutes. And Foster Lawyer is more of a one, so you know what I'm saying. It wouldn't make sense for him to have Cassius and Foster Lawyer out there. And I don't think Cassius was tired. I think it just was the defense was kind of pushing him away from the basket and made things uncomfortable for him. But like Gabe Brown even said, you know what I'm saying, watching that timeline. He talked about the defense wasn't his forte. They never knew how to play defense in high school. And I felt like Izzo just never thought that he was going to be thrust into this type of situation. And down the line, I just felt like he couldn't trust him. And I think that kind of played a part in their demise because McQuay, like he saw, cramped up. And he just had energy. But I feel like that's one of them things where it's like the will of, you know what I'm saying, men where they ran their course. They went as far as they could go. And you know what I'm saying? You've seen the, the Texas Tech coach. He was making sure. Every chance he got, he was rotating his players to keep everybody energized because he knew. He knew State had the bodies. So I feel like it, it was only so much that Izzo could do. One thing that I would say is probably stretching the floor, and I had an issue with that the whole tournament. I think he kept too many bodies down low, given that you had Kenny Goins, who, who has showed the promise of making outside shots, and then also Xavier Tillman has made a couple threes. Nick Ward is a, a better jump shooter as far as like 10 to 15 feet than most people give him credit for. 
I just feel like he, he wanted to attack the, the post. He wanted to sure up rebounding. But I also think it cluttered stuff up too much sometimes for people as far as, like, Cash just getting to the rim and also uh, Aaron Henry getting to the rim. So that would be more so one of my gripes is just, like, the rotations of players in in the spacing. Not necessarily – he ain't having enough bodies for me to be mad at his lineups, but it just was, you know what I'm saying, space, and I feel like he could have done a better job of that. But looking forward, like I said, they had a two-year timeline in my mind for winning the national title. With Cash is more than likely coming back. Nick Ward more than likely coming back. Healthy Lankford, healthy Irons, a better Henry, better Gabe Brown. And then uh, as the city loves, Mark Rocket Watts to be coming in and hopefully do some amazing things and they can finish it off next year. Yeah, like I said, I, I thought, um, like I said, Texas Tech played the perfect game against Michigan State. Um, like I said, kept rotating bodies. The defense held up. But you can only play defense that good for so long. Why do Texas Tech get to hack everybody? Like they just foul niggas the whole game. They, they took the game back to, to old school. I mean, that's the thing. Like they play a different style of basketball that a lot of teams don't don't play. They play tough defense. They gonna press you up and down the court. They gonna force you to take a deep contested shot or just a deep shot in general. So yeah, I mean it's it's hard definitely for, to officiate a, a team that that plays that way because most teams don't play that way. But that's that was the way they were they were able to. Uh, to stay around in Virginia, they just play with such a slow tempo that it's kind of hard to, to do that. Like that's the perfect team for Virginia to play because they they play a slow tempo because they play in the ACC and they, for them to keep up with Duke and North Carolina, that's the way they stay in the game. But this team was perfect for that. That's so, and it was a close game. It was a close game. I can't really say that. I think more so for me from what I saw and one of the issues that kind of hampered Michigan State realistically, just talking through the the ins and outs of the game. The, the thing that Virginia had the state didn't was like bigger bodies. They had people that matched up size wise. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Realistically, like Hunter being able to take Cover away like he did. Because Cover didn't really play good against that either. And he's the best prospect as far as NBA on Texas Tech. The issue was is that Cassius Winston was just too small to too either too small or too slow to check either one of their guards. And then to have anybody else to rotate around as far as the uh the orange guy was was blocking everything and then Mooney just lit cashes up, you know what I'm saying, towards the end of that game. So I think that was one of the hard things. Whereas Ty Jerome is 6'5, Kyle Guy is 6'5, and then uh, the other light skinned guard is really, really fast. So he might not have had the height, but he had the speed to cut people off and keep up with people. So I think that was one of the things that impacted the game for Virginia, where they had the, the skill set and, and people around to score to where you had a DeAndre Hunter who scored 27 points. And Kenny Goins had no points. You know what I'm saying? If you were comparing body sets of people, he had no points. Hunter had 27. And then, you know, matching up shooter for shooter, Kyle Guy had a decent game. And then Ty Jerome was just a bigger body that can kind of get to his spots a little bit easier than uh, Cassius was able to. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, no. I ain't got nothing to say. I, I thought the tournament was okay. I mean, just, just from an overview. I thought the Elite Eight was cool. Yeah, and after that, it, it kind of failed. After Zion, them lost. Yeah. It kind of just like, there's I mean, nothing else to watch. That took the air out of Michigan State, too. I think they, they treated that like a championship game. Yeah, because there's so much shit to just be saying. I mean, them, them niggas supposed to lose so long ago in the tournament. Then to finally just lose there, it was just like, all right, well, now what? I mean, we us being from here, we're in Michigan State, but I'm pretty sure everybody else in the nation didn't really give a fuck about <laughs> nothing else that was going on. Unless you was really a part of them four schools I was in the Final Four. But it was a good Elite Eight. And then I didn't even watch the championship game. 
That shit just. I, I thought it was gonna be boring. Still want to play two K, so I had to watch the game. I, I want to play. Mm-hmm. Niggas, mm-hmm. I got money on the game. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, y'all, you gonna make the money or lose it regardless. You don't gotta watch that shit at all. But I don't know, man. I, this is my question coming away from March Madness. I kind of get this question every year, but now I kind of get to ask it. What does March Madness really prove? Because it's a single elimination tournament. They playing back-to-back games in the first couple weekends. And it's just, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, those two things just kind of make it be like, what is going on here? Like It's almost like it's basketball for basketball's sake. But then you held a herald the champion at the end of it. Like, they was the best school of all time. It's like, I think is it? It, it gives you the best case scenario for proving you the best team in the nation. I don't think you're the best team in the nation, though. That's what I'm saying. played the best that day. But, no, but, and that's what I, it but, get, but it gives you the opportunity to show it, that. And it, that's what I'm saying. Does, I, I like the tournament for that fact. Because, like you said, if if it was like you take the top 10 teams or some shit like that, I mean, Virginia probably wouldn't have won. Texas Tech wouldn't have made that type of run. So you give teams a chance to, to show how, how good they are. And that, that's what I do like about it. But you are on to something. The best team does not win the tournament every year. <laughs> it's the team who's playing the best during that time, or the team and who made the adjustments. The team that's the healthy, the and I, I think that's kind of what Orlando was talking about with the who played the best that day. Whereas the tournament is not only about your talent; it's about the depth of your roster. Right. It's about the health of your roster, and also the coaching of your team. You know what I'm saying? So you get to showcase the total package of what this university has to offer. Like you said, down from and starting with the talent of the team, a. And then moving moving along, like I said, the health and the depth, and then also the coaching. So it it does give you the opportunity because we've seen, from what I would like to think, legit times where, for the most part, the two best teams. If you really looked at college basketball for the year, we've seen times where the two best teams have been in the championship game. Yeah, but it's not every year, like Lando said. Sometimes you don't see that happen as often in pro sports, but there's times where somebody gets hurt and then the team is probably better won't make it or advance as far in the playoffs. So it's happened before, but in college basketball, it just seems like it's more prominent because it's only so many people that are next-level talent worthy to where they can carry their team without somebody being there. So it's janky, but it, like I said, I think it's the best-case scenario for what you want to get out of this. Mm. Um. I didn't think I was going to shout out Virginia, uh, man. Congratulations nah, to them. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I mean, they lost last year to a 16 and they come back and win. That's a pretty good story. I mean, yeah, shout out to the, co- the coach and the players that was there. But also, like, you know what I'm saying, if you want to flip it, DeAndre Hunter didn't play. Mm. And niggas said that all along. Like, he didn't play. You know what I'm saying? Like, every every person that talked about them losing, like, their best player didn't play. Mm-hmm. And nobody really paid attention to it because he wasn't, like, prolific or a prominent player. It's like, oh, he scored 30. So, it's like, yeah. Could have won without him, but then you see this year, like he really did everything. You know what I'm saying? It looked like shit. Maybe they was right. Maybe they would have won last year. Who knows? So I mean, that type of shit. It's a good turnaround story, but I really don't give a fuck. This other shit, I feel like I can shout out. You know what I'm saying? I really ain't too much to shout out. Besides NBA playoffs is starting, and that's it's really about. We close to the draft. Y'all niggas got Game of Thrones coming up, and fucking the Avengers. Mm, yeah, big shout out to Game of Thrones. This Sunday is about to just be a good Sunday. I got to work. Listen, if you work with me and I'm be watching the NBA playoffs. You see me, I'm not working for an hour from 9 to 10. Come on at 9. I can watch the HBO. You say I can watch HBO Go. HBO Go. Then hey, look, I'm not working. <laughs> I there's nothing I can do for that I'm for the hours. I'm calling somebody to come look for you. 
Where is that? Where is that? Hey, can someone locate that nigga? Nah, bro, don't do that. Don't narc. If you narcing, <laughs> if you narc on me for not working on Sunday, then you, hey, I don't work any Sunday. So it's like, if you call it on the, for this Sunday, you just asshole. What about the other yeah, shit? Yeah. I've been doing shit every Sunday, so fuck it. I'm just not going to do nothing. Go hard or go home. Um, Shout out to Dwayne Wade, man. We're going to get into more Dwayne Wade, but shout out to Dwayne Wade and Dirk, dog. Um, just two great careers right there, man. They kind of tied together because they play in the finals a bunch of times, but it's kind of not. I mean, they, they're their own two separate beings, and they've been going hard in the NBA, and it's like, you know, now it's time for them to be outside the NBA. Dirk's probably going to fade into the sunset. We're probably never going to hear from that nigga again, but Dwayne Wade, I'm pretty sure he's going to get on TV after this and get to doing all types of shit. Movies. Man, movies, all type, being Space Jam 4 or whatever yeah, the fuck. Nobody else going to be in that shit. Yeah, shake my head at that. Shout Space, out at all the niggas. Space Turn that nigga down. I, don't, I think it's a shoe company, though. So I mean, nah, Giannis said no. Yeah, Giannis what? said no, but it's like fuck Giannis, man. He can't even. Don't, we can't understand that. Nah, nigga. We we. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, James Harden and Steph Curry. I I feel like they're gonna work around it. They're gonna find a way to get the niggas in that movie. It's like yeah, they probably not gonna be in it. But they gonna find a way to get that in there. Blake Griffin gonna be in it. That's cool. Blake Griffin, Chris oh, Paul, Melo, D Wade. Mm. But I had banana boat. It's gonna carry in, and Kevin Durant, of course, gonna be in it. They not Kathy. Paul George. Tell that nigga no. No, Paul. Nah. And if, hey, if we can't get, if I had Draymond, if we can't get Steph, Draymond gonna be in it. If we can't oh, get Draymond Steph Curry, sure. yeah, if we can't get Steph Curry. Clay Thompson probably gonna be in it. Answer don't give a fuck. They like, give me, go ahead. <laughs> hey, don't tell. He don't fuck with that nigga. Tell <laughs> nigga no. No nah, man. So it's gonna be some good stars in the Space Jam. But hey, you know what? Just don't fuck it up, man. I think it's gonna be a good movie regardless. Even if don't nobody, if it's just LeBron right, James in it. I'm out there making that face, and niggas like, bro, what is this? Yeah, that's going to be a nice face. The storyline just got to be got to be different. It got to be something uh, unique. It, gotta it don't got to be. I think it can really redo nah, everything nah, that they nah, did. I don't want to be playing baseball in the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just can't do that. Big <laughs> part. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do that. I, I want them to be, I want it to be a whole nother story. A whole nother story. Be more original with it. I mean, he got he got the storyline already to me kind of mapped out about him going to L.A. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, some, something like that. I, I don't want the same the same story. That would be the best case scenario to me. It's just like you you already was mapping out going to L.A. from Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Get into the movie industry and just play off that. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably hopefully. I mean, I, I think the shit gonna be ass. Hopefully, Kevin Hart is it. Probably. Probably that would make sense. He, he gonna be Bill Murray. That make Bill, perfect he sense. He can't be Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a legend. He played four years of varsity. <laughs> yeah, came out of experience. Oh, actually, that's a shake in my head. That stand up. Listen. Oh, it's bad. I respect Kevin Hart hustle. He grinds. That nigga is not funny. I didn't see. I see people. That's what I said. I didn't even know that shit was for hey, real, bro. And like you said, not to take it take away from you, but yeah, he needs to stop with his stand up, bro. It's like it's way too commercial. It's way too PC. He's a movie star now, man. Just just do your bad movies and shit like that. <laughs> like Jumanji? Like Jumanji. Oh. Do all your bad movies with The Rock. Yeah, yeah The Rock. The Rock your man. Bad, they, Baraki is my man, but they a bad combo. That's a bad movie. They're they bad standing home. Oh, them niggas. Yeah. They're just stinkies. I fuck with The Rock, but yeah, the, that's Kevin Hart, man. I'm... I've been uh, I've been done with Kevin Hart, but yeah, that that just put the nail in the coffin for me. Keep um, with you. I ain't even no parts of that shit. No. Shaking my head at the future, man. They say Facebook is having a pad that they could scan through your photos and see what products you like. And then Amazon, 
They say that Alexa is always listening to you. Luckily, we don't got that in our house. Oh, could. That's what I wanted to talk about, dog. The power went out there one day. We couldn't play 2K. Almost fell down the stairs. Alexa came on in the back room. I thought somebody was breaking in that bitch. <laughs> she goes, what can I help you with? I'm oh! Like, what the fuck <laughs> you just talking in my house? <laughs> Alexa, dog. See, they, these niggas always listening. I don't like that shit. That shit's scary. That shit weird. I don't want that shit going around too much longer. Ain't shit. And that then, shit just weird, bro. Life weird, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to somebody about like Arby's or something. wasn't even on my phone talking to them. It was Arby's. Yeah, place. when you allow an app to like access your microphone, that they just pick cool, that shit up bro. forever, bro. So cool. right now, they down there listening to the podcast. Yeah. Shout, welcome, welcome FBI. Shout out yeah, <laughs> shout out to the FBI. Y'all niggas listening. Um, and then uh, I don't know how I feel about this. And maybe we can talk about this later, but Walt Disney owns Disney, ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, FX, Fox. You just want that out? National Geographic, yeah, Star, and Hulu. Yeah. And so they dropping the Hulu. I mean, yeah, I knew that, but it's like to see it all laid out. It's just like, damn, them niggas then their own everything we look at. Yeah. Except for HBO, and then they dropping Disney Plus, ESPN well, Plus, they, and Hulu. They kind of do own HBO because I think they own Time Warner. Well, they get money from all that. Yeah, yeah so they, they got a piece of it. Turn the sports yeah. Or yeah, turn the sports. Yeah. So all this shit that make money, they still making all that money. That's an empire, man. Yeah, That's I learned about that empire. shit in one of my comm classes, like the, the mass media and shit. It yeah. shit crazy. Them niggas got their hands in too many things, man. Got it in everything. <laughs> everything. Damn. So we work for Disney. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. What's up, man? I like working for Disney. I put that on my resume. Yeah. Disney yeah. employee. Disney employee. Um, All this shit started with radios, man. Mm. Uh, and then, all right, Lana, you got any? Because I got um, a final one, but it, it might lead to our first topic. I'm going to do some TV shows. Shout out to the Shaw that came on uh, last Sunday. Shout out to All-America. Shout out to, hey, well, shout out to All-America. I, I think I brought that up a few weeks ago. Shout out to All-America. Like, it's just something to get you through the long winter. No. It's not a. It's not like a no good shout out show. No shout out All-America. Hey. All-America sucks. I just <laughs> I, said that I, as a joke. Don't hey, shout that out. Hey, listen, I, I shout it out. Why you never shout out to Lasso G? Yeah. I did shout out to Lasso G last year. Last year, before all y'all niggas that started saw it on Netflix, hopped on it. I watched the first episode of the cable TVS. I've been watching the the last OG. It, it has got funnier this season. The first season wasn't as funny, but yeah, it's, it's getting a little bit funnier. But yeah, I've been on the last OG. What about all American? So, what do you like about All American? I like that they're trying, and I like to see Tay. D- I, I didn't know what Tay Diggs was doing, so just to see that he he's working, that's cool with me. But they're, they're trying. But the problem is, it comes on CW. Shows that come on CW and regular TV, I can't really watch. The production is real bad. The storyline is bad. And the acting be bad. I mean, who cares about what Ted yeah. Diggs doing? That nigga in my favorite movie. I don't give a fuck. Nah, I just want to know. I just want to make sure my brother's okay, man. I'll support my brother who will. I thought he, didn't he say some sucking shit a couple years ago? Ted Diggs looked like one of them niggas to say some sucking. I, I don't shit. remember. But yeah, shout out to the shot, man. The shot's back, back in effect, man. Very good episode. Um, like I said, I'm interested in uh. See how this goes. Um, of course, shout out to Game of Thrones this week. Um, that's dropping. Shout out to Detroit Pistons for making the playoffs. What? Uh, yeah, let's go Pistons. I want to shout. I, look, I want the Pistons to make the playoffs, but now it's like just like looking at us. Got to play the Bucks. Fuck them. I. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck the, the Bucks, Bucks, man. Like, I mean, they ain't nobody. Well, this was your Eastern Conference Finals. This was. I thought the Pistons were gonna get the the fucking second seed, but um, I mean seventh seed, but fucking Blake knee. 
Shit got hurt. That's what I'm saying. Hey. Blake not playing, we was gonna get blew out. Blake is gonna play. But I'm saying he not. But I'm saying the last time Giles and I quote Giles said the last time he saw Blake live play, he looked like somebody. Giles uncle. is bad luck. He do not need to go to no more Piston games. Go to the Charlotte or Laker games. But no, we gonna be fine. We gonna win a game or two. Or two? A game or two. I'm gonna tell you why. We got the Wayne Casey. Hmm. The Milwaukee Bucks are gonna be overconfident, and we can be able to steal a game or two. But. Hey, this is a step in the right direction. So you like, going? Step in, yeah, I'm gonna go to game three. This is a step in the right direction, man. You you take your lumps, you take your hard knocks, and you get better at it. That's how you build a team. Not by losing and by tanking. You build a team by fighting and battling every night, getting knocked down, and then getting back up. That's every great team in history had to go through that. So hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Break this down in bonics for y'all. We fence to get dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> it's plain and simple, just like that. I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie. The the, the closing remarks from Lando is true, but only because we waited too long to tank. We could have tanked earlier in the season. You know what I'm saying? Like Blake said, niggas fucked off half a season. Don't try to play good now, Reggie Jackson, bum ass. I don't know what tendonitis tendonitis is, but he been dealing with that shit for too long. Either get a new knee or get the fuck off the team, bro. That nigga trash. Drummond been playing like ass. He wanted to turn up at the end of the season once Blake was kind of cooking a little bit. But it just wasn't enough, man. Them niggas suck. The the roster makeup suck. The only gleaming hope that I have for the Pistons is that Drummond got one year on his contract after next year. Ray Jackson got one year on his contract after next year. John Lure got one year on his contract after next year. Langston Galloway got one year on his contract after next year. Trade all them niggas. Next season... Just say, look, we shipping niggas. You want to give us, if CJ McCollum on the board or some other secondary, second-tier, friend star, all-star type of player is 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 out of whack with their team, send them niggas. Because we can't do it. Blake, I want him to stay. I fuck with Luke Kennard. Hopefully, realistically, like, like Lando said, it was too late to kind of tank once they did do it from the jump. So our draft pick wasn't going to really be altered that much from either making the playoffs or not making it. So this would be a good thing for the 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 is it Bruce Brown, the Luke Kennards, Kyrie Thomas if he get in the game, just to see the atmosphere, be around it. Ish Smith too. Hell, even Drummond. All them type of people, for them to see the atmosphere, be in the playoffs, understand how the matchmaking goes and how you gotta build these type of teams, it's good for them. And hopefully we get a decent draft pick or a decent player with our pick. That's that's the bigger thing. Ain't about where you pick, it's who you pick. You got to pick the right people regardless. So this is a good thing. And I feel like Dwayne Casey will have them in the mode to compete. But they still probably going to get swept just because their team suck. Oh, I ain't got nothing to say about that, John. I also want to shake my head at the fucking Lion King live action. I've I've off-rip not been on board with this because I just feel like it's just another cash grab. It's kind of looking... Look kind of ass. I just think the way that ain't the Jungle Book was ass. <laughs> Dumbo probably ass. <laughs> Little Mermaid gonna be ass. The live action shit I'm straight I, on. I will go. I am going to go see The Lion King just because that's like probably like my favorite top favorite Disney movie. What if and I will ass? go see Aladdin. I do guarantee they probably gonna be ass because you can't. Aladdin for sure. Look, you can't be telling the same story twice. You gotta get original. No, I don't think it's a story. Movie. I think it just it don't is. look good. Beauty and the Beast was just like the cartoon. Yeah, no, I ass. think it's the live action. <laughs> yeah, I live action look ass too. I can watch Mulan. They can remaster Mulan, make it look different. Right now, niggas gonna be like, "Yeah, this fire." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The cartoon. That's what I'm saying. But live action is just bad. I don't think it's. But if you're gonna do a live action, make the story different at least. I think it's just don't. 
I think they doing it because it's like Avatar keep, ass. So they Dragon keep the licenses ass. to these movies. They doing it because they run out of ideas. The first That's few X Men's ass. Fanta, you just can't turn. I'm saying you can't turn. I mean, yeah, but you can't turn the cartoon into a movie. Well, I think I like. I think I like X two. I think X two is solid. X two is not that bad. I think X two is solid. No, X two they got. X two is like uh, almost blueprint for how movies kind of go. Uh, yeah, where it like got personalities and shit like that. X three is absolute garbage. Yeah, shit terrible. Yeah, that shit. They should. When the first two you developing, you got the Iceman versus Pyro. <laughs> they got that little. You know what I'm saying? The one movies. nigga can't even do fire. He can just manipulate yeah. it or some shit. That shit. Ass, but on the man. first one, when you go back and watch the first one. It that is don't even so like a cheesy. Movie. It is like the cheesiest. Sabretooth awful. Told awful in that bitch. Sabretooth like his whole After, no, they, makeup is just terrible. Go watch X2. Then the, no, 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 please. It's go watch X2. Then go watch X3. And Wolverine. You're going to be like, all these movies suck. I'm, t- I'm telling you, they are so bad. I cannot. I will not. <laughs> no, because no. The thing is, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 1 hold up. Spider-Man 3 hold up. It's just still ass. It's like it's, Spider-Man 3 is just funny. Yeah, it's just I funny. Can, I can laugh at that. Like, I can watch that right now just because it's funny. Yeah, it's at least entertaining. But when I went back and watched Spider-Man 2, that shit was just so bad. No, Spider-Man 2. No, that was Spider-Man 1 we watched was, on TV. No, Spider-Man 2 was boring. That's the love story with the octopus. Dr. Octopus. That was, it's solid. I didn't like that. No, it's solid. I think it's, story I think it's, it's pretty solid. No. I ain't like the second one. I really no. didn't. I think Spider-Man 2 might be the best of all of them. Nah, I Except go, for the newest I one. The, I go with the first one. Out of that original three. And nah. I go with the third one. I, actually. You watch that? No. The third one's just funny, bro. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that one hilarious. Watch that first one. That shit look. Wow. Like that shit. <laughs> but it still got funny lines. Give me a chance. What about my uncle? Did you give him a chance? <laughs> Did you give him a chance? It's, it's just a little shit like that. Oh, Mr. Parker, that's my problem. Mr. Parker, that's my But it's all in the beginning. That's all in the first yeah. 10 minutes of the movie. I really don't remember shit else, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. I was gonna ask. The goblin died at the end, right? Yeah. He like pulled that shit into him. Yeah. I do remember that yeah. shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Harry Osborne figuring him out was a good scene. Yeah, what did that scene with uh, Ellie when May was praying and shit like that? He finished it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, where y'all want to go first with this one, man? Because my final shake in my head was Magic Johnson. Because that nigga, that shit is embarrassing. I don't think it's Magic. I think it's Cersei slash Gina Buss. Oh. I think, hey, I think Magic wanted to fire Luke. She he did. She said no. Jenny. Cersei, Jenny. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she, you can't make somebody the president and make them a charge. And then when they try to make a decision, you tell them they can't. I, I feel like she told him he couldn't make a few decisions. He's like, listen, if I can't make a decision, you ain't going to let me run it. I'm out because I'm not happy. He said, I, I ain't going to be here. <laughs> Magic done done this before. He was a coach for the Lakers yeah, for 20 games. Somebody, <laughs> I was talking to somebody that reminded me like, this down there is classic Magic Johnson. Like, this yeah. is just what the nigga do. When he just don't feel like doing some shit, he ain't going to do it. Yeah, like this late night show, the ratings got bad. He said, shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Magic quit on niggas. Yeah, he get the fuck off. I feel like for me, man, Magic is kind of how I always talked about Jay-Z. We get we give Magic a lot of credit as a businessman. I think he's just a likable guy. No, Magic did some great yeah, stuff. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying like as uh, far as the blueprint for everything, as far as mapping out how you do this, how you do that. I don't know if he know the particulars. And I think that's what the problem was with this. Magic thought I'm a good guy. Everybody love Magic. I'm just go talk to talk to this person. They're gonna sign with us. I'm gonna trade it. And he don't know what he's doing. And that's the problem. And before I call, he don't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, been right about everything. That was himself. that was probably the biggest mistake he did was drafting Lonzo. And he leaked the story and said I didn't want Lonzo. And he talked about that. Genie wanted Lonzo. I wanted De'Aaron Fox. Like I told that that really that was the big hole because I thought that Kyle Kuzma turned out to be okay. 
And then Palenka is the one who on the phone and just pissing everybody off. I mean, but even the the the, the Ben Simmons stuff, he was mad. I can't work with Ben Simmons. All these people, all these young brothers, they want me to advise. That I, I can't do. I want to have fun. I can see how that can irritate. No, but that's like what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He is that person. He the persona. He ain't the GM. Yeah. And I think that was always the thing where I felt like Jenny Buss thought she was getting up. And like he said, I love Jenny. You know what I'm saying? She's like a sister to me. He thought she thought she was getting the family magic. He's gonna come back and bring it back to her father's day. So her brother fucked the team up. Mitch Kupchak and her brother, they fucked that squad <laughs> up. She thought her father with legacy was coming back with magic. And magic wasn't coming back with no X's and O's. He was coming back with popularity. This is how we're gonna run the team. We gotta speed the team up. You gotta do it like and he fucked the squad up. And he thought his namesake along with LeBron James was gonna bring shit back. And it didn't do it. He don't have the mindset to put the team together, in my opinion. I don't. He, but the thing is, he wasn't really picking the players. That was that was Polinka. His hands was tied, bro. Hey, I think and they were they were winning until LeBron got hurt. I think he was doing the best for what he had, and then eventually it just was like, I'm not one of these old white dudes. I like to go have fun. Yeah. I'm Magic Johnson. I mean, that's another thing. Is, to <laughs> me, it was the backside. In though. the middle of the season, yeah. like, don't Magic, you can't. And that's what I'm saying. To where I think it was the backside of what you saying. I think Magic was calling the shots. I think Bro. he was saying and doing what he wanted to, and then they said, "Are oh, you not really trying to be here though? Bro. You want to do your vacation Watch, shit?" Look, the, break down that last interview he just had. He detailed, he said it in, in riddles why he left. I love Luke Walton. It was hard for us to depart ways, meaning he wanted to get rid of him. I know the, some of the no, I, I, I'm saying that I was to me was the deciding factor was they just told like, "No, nah, you're not in power on this." Like we gave you your shot, you tried to do some shit, you fucked it up. I feel like that was where they drew the line. I was like, no, you're not firing Luke Walton. Because it's Luke Walton, not the problem. Look at the team they got. You can't do too much with that squad. Luke made some mistakes. He made some, but I'm saying as far as they made some mistakes. With I think personally, season. the growth of that team, if they LeBron would have never came back, if you would have gave Luke Walton that team as the young roster that they had, the young court that they had, he would have been able to make something out of that. But now it's just like this is everything is, is disarray. I'm not Popovich. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not Phil Jackson right now. I can't fix this. Who can fix this? So, I mean, it's it's a hard time to be right now. I feel like Magic was kind of on bullshitting. I think he, I guess my opinion was that he never really planned on being the true GM. He just wanted to be like a, a spokesperson. He an advisor or some shit like that or ambassador. He, I don't think he knew what that role really entailed for himself. And he been there to me just seemed like he got himself in too deep of water and he was ready for him. Yeah, he just got the boiling and cooking. He had to hop up out that pot. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. I, I had this. enough. I, I'm running Dodgers. Nigga, I don't got to be here. I don't had enough of this shit. So now, I don't know. The Lakers just look absolutely disgusting. They're not Good thing they're not going to the playoffs because then that shit, he just want to quit later. And it's like, bro, nah, you quit I mean, now. Like, look, this is the thing. And this is what everybody talked about. He already got Anthony Davis in the bag. Like Anthony Davis gonna be a Laker, in my humble opinion, one way or another. He probably not gonna sign. Like they got the clutch shit moving. This nigga just said he don't pick out his own outfits. Who Anthony Davis? Oh, that, like, yeah. that shirt he wore. That's all. Fun. I think that that nigga is a, a mental midget. And LeBron James and Clutch, they running that nigga life. He gonna be there in two years regardless. LeBron, they gonna try to speed it up. They gonna trade all them niggas. Anthony Davis gonna be there, and that's just gonna be what they got. Look, man, y'all, y'all already know how I feel. LeBron and Clutch Sports was running Cleveland. They about to be running and operating the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's all. Like, I'm like Alvin Gentry said, what is this? This going? Don't sign with that nigga. I've never seen nothing like this before. Y'all finna let this nigga run the league. And that's why people don't really like LeBron. Like, the times kind of turns people in the NBA who's sick of his shit. It's like, hey, bro, why do you think you just can control everything? Hey, man, great power, great responsibility, no, man. Why not? No, why can't he control everything? No. 
Anthony Davis for sure gonna be a Space Jam. That's in his contract. He got no choice. Um, what else, man? Um, it's a turn of the tides, man. You know what I'm saying? We kind of talked off air a couple weeks ago about jerseys and shit. You know, niggas not want to buy people younger than them jerseys, but shit like Croft. Just score 51. He old as fuck. But he want to yeah. keep going. Dark and D-Way every time. All right, Lando, what is your favorite Dwayne Wade moment? Um, It's kind of like my favorite and, and kind of like my, my worst is, is when he beat the Pistons in 2006, man, that game six. I think he dropped like 35 points, but he just looked unguardable, man. Couldn't nobody do nothing with him. And I, it brought up a question in my, my group chat. If Wade would have played with... Prime Shaq, I think they would have had more more titles than. Is Haas in the group chat? Haas is in the group chat. Yeah, Haas is in the group chat, and I I definitely agree with that. I think if if Wade would have played, if him and Shaq would have linked up earlier with Shaq Prime, they would have had more titles because D Wade is the perfect teammate. Yeah, he don't want to take a back seat. He don't really care about egos. He gets along with everybody. He plays good defense, and he's clutch. He always comes up in the clutch. But yeah, I think um that moment. It was that moment against the Pistons in like his rookie season when he hit that buzzer beater, and with nobody expecting that because he, he got the heat to the second round that year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he had some memorable moments. Be do you think if D Wade played with Shaq in his prime, they would have won more titles than Shaq and Kobe? No. Mm. I mean, like this is the thing when you talk about what I'm considering Shaq's prime to be. Because first and foremost, you got to get the longevity of their actual two-career span or their, their career span. So, Kobe Bryant came out of high school. He's 18 years old. He played on a, a, a Lakers team with Shaq starting from his rookie year, which is 96-97. Their first championship was in 99, so he won that in what, his third year? It's 99-2000. Yeah. To third or fourth year in the league. D-Wade got Shaq in 2006, and he had played, what, three years? Two yeah. or three years. So, this, the, basically the same time frame. But D-Wade played two or three years of college. So, he was older. And Shaq so, was a lot older. That's what he, and that's what I'm Shaq, saying. Yeah. So, if you put, to me, what would be Shaq's prime and D-Wade. So, let's say. Because I, I want to make this shit fair. So, if we, we, we make it a, let's say, five-year span. Starting with the Lakers getting eliminated that one year by the Spurs in the playoffs. Was that, 98? The year before they won it. I think that was a short year when the, the Spurs won their first championship. The Lakers got put out by them in the final, in the West Conference Finals, I think. Yeah, 99's when the Spurs won their first yeah, championship. Yeah, so yeah, if that's the start of Kobe and Shaq in their prime, in my opinion, right, right. if you say that's the start and then you move forward to what Shaq's year right before he got to Miami is the end of it. Yeah. That fire span, the Lakers won three championships. I don't know if D-Wade is going to win four championships. I think, I, I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why he would have. He carried Shaq to that championship, and he carried Shaq against the Pistons that that Kobe couldn't. Kobe carried Shaq and, against against who was calling. I don't think that I don't think that um, I think if Wade and Shaq would have played against those Pistons, they probably would have beat them 0-5. They would have probably beat them 0-4 and 0-5 because there was no answer for Wade. You couldn't really defend Wade. They had no answer. I mean, but that's Shaq, Kobe and Kobe admitted this when they when him and Shaq talked one on one. He said, "I couldn't carry you versus the Pistons. I couldn't do it." Wade could. And Wade would have been able to carry him against the Spurs, too. Because they would have had him and Manu, they would have canceled each other out. I just, I feel like matchup-wise, he just would have been better fit. And then him and him and Shaq would have never gotten to it. It's a possibility. I don't think, I, I just think it's far-fetched to say that he would have won the extra one or two championships. I think three 
regardless. And that's that's more so what I'm saying. Like, I've heard this debate where it says, oh, yeah, you know, when people try to downgrade Kobe Bryant, it's like, oh, you can put Vince Carter there. You can put T-Mac there. You can put all these different players who were Ray Allen, all these people who were at the same position as Kobe. And I just think those were idiotic. I will agree with you that you could substitute Dwayne Wade for Kobe Bryant. I do think they match three titles. I don't see him getting another one, extra one. But the only thing that I, I will say in in defense of that, because, like, you got to keep it fair. If you strictly substitute and you say in 2004, I take away Kobe Bryant and I put in Dwayne Wade, I still think they don't have a Carl Malone and Gary Payton is old as shit. I don't know. As good defensively as that Piston team was, and Shaq was kind of bad at that year, and Ben Wallace is, like, the only person that could – physically impose himself onto Shaq, which is crazy, I still think that they lose. Even with swapping out D-Wade for Kobe Bryant. I, I still think that they lose. I think 0-5, though, they, they would have won. I think Wade, know, they would have won in 0-5. If they had that same Lakers squad. It's possible. They, they would have won in 0-5. Um, what's your favorite D-Wade moment, B-Dot? Favorite D-Wade moment. Is it the times in Cleveland? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I would say for sure, though, the defining moment of Dwayne Wade's career is him in Miami in 06 against the Mavericks. That was like the epitome of a superstar player. That was like, you know, the run that you see where you're like, man, this nigga really out cold. And there's every great player, unfortunately, don't have that run. To what we've seen prior to Steph's first MVP and in the unanimous one, we see him be amazing. KD and some of his runs, Brian in, in like uh, 2013, James Harden now, uh, Russ when he first got on a triple-double, like Gilbert Arenas when he was cooking. Certain people getting these modes where you just see like it's no wrong he can do. And that to me was it for D-Wade. Throughout the whole playoff stretch, he just was amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying, the fadeaways, the, the in-and-outs, the dunking, the Euros, the, the reverse lay. He just everything he put up you thought was going in. And for me, that was probably the best thing. You know what I'm saying? And then also, like, dueling with Kobe. And Kobe, unfortunately, Kobe hit that uh that floater in his face off the glass. That was just a good game. <laughs> and he was always one of those people that he always brought the best out of Kobe. And you know what I'm saying? You see Kobe talk about that and, like, his, his respect for him as a competitor. It's like, he was always willing to compete. And not even just to say, I'm better than you. Or it's just like, I like this. I like this basketball shit. I like competing. I like being out here with the, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie, that, that first time Shaq Kobe played against each other on Christmas, Wade. And that's what I'm saying. He, all, he, always brought the, he always brought the best out of me. He always played his ass off. He always respected him and seen it. Even against LeBron, though. It's like every time D-Wade played against LeBron, it's just. Yeah. No, nah, Dwayne Wade, yeah, if he was playing against a nigga, he was playing against a nigga. He was trying to hoop. He was trying to bust their ass. He was trying to do whatever he could. Dunking on niggas, all types of shit. I felt like for a long time, though, even with that, and I, I obviously people know I have. Even prior to me being, as as some might say, a hater of LeBron, when I had LeBron jerseys, because I, I didn't start disliking LeBron until like 2009. Whenever I, maybe it was a little earlier than that. It was like 2008. Whenever the they both was up, Kobe and Brown was both up in the MVP race, and people kept telling me that Brown was better. Cause I just didn't get that shit. But leading probably from 06 to like 2010, I was definitely of essence that Brown was the weakest nigga out of that class. If we talking D-Wade, Melo, and Brown, I thought both them niggas was better than him. And I felt like D-Wade always had that same kind of feeling as far as winning in 2006. He felt like niggas ain't respect him enough, bro. It's like, Brian, he doing all this shit, but I'm really that nigga. I felt like he kind of felt that too. Like, look, this my mans, 
But I'm I'm that nigga too. Like y'all been dick sucking this nigga for long. I'm the nigga with the championship. Yeah, but the, like what LeBron was doing with way less talent compared to what Wade was doing with a, a fully loaded team, man. That's that's the thing that that diminishes you you down. Even with like Shaq on his back leg, you still had Shaq. He did. Yeah. So, and are you gonna remember Thunder Carmelo Anthony? Um. Yes, I will. Oh. Thunder Carmelo Anthony. Why? Because if you're going to remember the good, you got to remember the bad. <laughs> you can't have it you can't have both ways. What yeah. about Rockets, Carmelo Anthony? I will remember that. That's, a, that's probably the last time we ever going to see Carmelo Anthony. Mm. Damn, he was on the Rockets. So, I, because it's looking like it's beginning of the new school. Because I ain't going to lie, even niggas like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, they still 29-30. It's almost like they kind of was caught in that Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant type era. And they kind of at the tail end of it. But it's still not really they league yet because it's like it's still kind of a LeBron James league. Do you think going forward this is gonna be a, a Zion league or who do you think even right now is gonna be like all right now nah, this is the this is their league? I think it's you looking at at Giannis for sure. Mm. Um, I think he's probably gonna be like one of the front runners. Uh, I think Anthony Davis, if he can like I said get healthy, get in the right situation. He can have the lead for a while. And I think Joel Embiid, I think it's good. I, honestly, I think it's going to go to, like, international ball. I think an international player will going to step up and be, be like, the next next guys who, who take over and run the league. You done? Mm-hmm. I think for sure the consensus is probably honest. And, like, you got people like Shaq behind him. It's just, like, the respect that he get from people and just the growth of his game and, like, the, the, the short amount of time is crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember, realistically, you know, it, it don't seem like that long ago, but I remember this nigga being like a 69 on 2K. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, an ass, you know what I'm saying? He was weak as fuck. And the next year, he was only like a 70. So it's like, damn, this nigga's still weak. But you just saw the potential. Of like, <laughs> damn, this nigga ass. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the potential of what they were saying, you know what I'm saying? Where sometimes they'll come into fruition, you know what I'm saying? A nigga tell you, like, yeah, he's 6'11". He can dribble. It's like, yeah, ass, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he really wasn't ass. And he proving it. He dunking all on niggas. Anthony Davis, I just don't see it. Like, then they got to go to the locker room every game. It just, it ain't going to never happen. Yeah, that shit, him getting hurt a lot. Just, <laughs> that shit do throw it's, his appeal. It's never going to go away. But, like, you can't change that. I do feel like his growth is bigger, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, like, Giannis. Because, like, Anthony Davis really can't shoot now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he, like, really block shots. He can dribble. He can dribble. Yeah, he really is. That's what I'm saying. He just, if you don't go to the locker room in that... In that third quarter, it's he like, don't go to the locker room. He the best player in the world. It's just he don't, he don't go. To the he gotta room. go to like. It's like son, he leaving the fucking locker help, room. Can't help. And it's like you can talk about Steph ankles. I don't see how you fix Anthony. Davis. It's, it's everything. It's, it's anything. It's enter any game. The nigga can Finger, do everything. Ankle, leg, Hand, shoulder, head. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't hurt every part of his body. In the middle of a game. In the NBA. And like, then came back. Then it came back. I remember one time he went to the locker room, came back, went to the locker room again. I'm like, damn. This this too old. <laughs> you was in that bitch. You might as well stay in that bitch. But. So I think that's going to hold him back. I think, um, like Lando was saying, God forbid that any of them, you know what I'm saying, rumors or accusations on Porzingis is true. I think that one two punch of Porzingis and, no, I, and, and Luca can. I think that shit can run the world, really. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Luka Doncic, even though Dirk had 30, that nigga had a triple-double. <laughs> like, we already seen what Porzingis was, and now he got, like, a nigga that might be better than him on his team. And you keep that shit together moving forward, I think that could be crazy one-two punch. And then, I done said it before, man, but, you know, I, 
realistically, we don't know what's gonna happen with the the, uh, the lottery and whatnot. But whoever they put with Trey Young, I think the Hawks really build something special, bro. Like Trey Young, just a good talent, and he got the right guys to see more. Well, John Collins, him. sweet. That's what I'm saying. The John Collins, if to, like I said, like I said on air, I think Cam Reddish would be perfect for them. Throw that in with the Kevin Hurter. And shit, even if it is like a Torian Prince as the sixth man or start, however you look at it, you know what I'm saying? I think they build something special there. So I, I just think Trey Young gonna have that Steve Nash esque career where it's like maybe he don't win no championship, but he could be something like what the Suns was. What are you doing? What do you mean? What are you doing? You're doing something. What are you doing? It's almost like when you're in court and you just see that person just like. Just but are that is that what you're doing? You are you taking typing? Down notes. Are you taking down anything Ben I said? I don't think he's doing that. No, I'm doing like homework, but I'm just Whoa! Like, I don't know though. Who else in the league? What do you mean that could take over the league? Yeah. Um, no, it's probably gonna be the 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 Mavericks. I mean, right now I feel like the team that's gonna run the league after the Warriors break up this year is probably the Seventy Sixers. Regardless if Jimmy Butler's there or not, I don't think that. Like I like him, but I don't think Joel Embiid ever gonna be the best player in the NBA. I think I ain't gonna lie, it's a it's tight. The best player in the NBA for young niggas right now. It depends. Are we counting James Harden and them niggas? Because James Harden the best nigga in the NBA. You're no? right under them. All right, you're right under KD and them. All right, so nah, so nah, I ain't gonna lie, Joel Embiid is a menace. <laughs> that nigga. I, <laughs> I don't think his impact is ever gonna be. Well, I don't think he'll ever win MVP. I can see Trey Young win MVP. If the Hawks come out one year had the best or one of the top two records or go nah. far, I think that he can win MVP. I can see, I can see Trey Young doing it on some maybe. I definitely can see Jalen B win MVP. Mm, no. He's too dominant. He got Ben Simmons with him now. But he's too dominant. He make Ben Simmons. That's the reason why Ben Simmons really ass. Like Ben Simmons could be straight on his own team. And it's like the fact that he playing with a nigga that can block anybody's shot. He played defense and offense. He got post-game. He got three-game. He got off-the-dribble game. The nigga really just the biggest, coldest nigga. He really so cold, but it's like he also sometimes goes to the locker room, and he already just missed like 10 games in I a row. I think for me, though, it's, it's biased because he really a big nigga. Like, Giannis 6'11", 7 feet, but he ain't no big nigga. Yeah. Like, Anthony Davis, he, he's 7 feet, but, but he's that, not He's big. super polished. Like, like he like, and beat a center for real. Yeah. That's hard for me to get my center being the best nigga. That's just, just tough for me. It just, but he kind of is. And, like, he, he, if Ben Simmons wasn't there, he'd probably get a triple-double. He'd probably average a triple-double. Something like it. Because it's like he he's a, such a mismatch, it's going to create an open opportunity for somebody. Him and J.J. Redick off a pick is down there one of the most unstoppable players they got. It's I don't know. I like, I like, I can see him be really running this shit. It ain't going to be Zion, though. I'm just dip that shit. Nah, it ain't going to be Zion. Sadly, it might not be Ever. Zion. Never? Ever. Hmm. Well, I, think, I think he's a good man. You know who else said it, man? Back on one of the better basketball minds, Jay West thinks John Morant down the line going to be the best player in this draft. I've been telling niggas that, man. I, I'm, if I had to bet my money, if I was going to Vegas and I was going to tell y'all something, the long odds, I bet on Zion not being the best player down the line in this draft. I just feel that to my core. Not to say he's going to be weak, an ass, bust. He might be an all-star, any of that. I just don't think he's going to be the best player from this draft. <laughs> bust. Yeah, he's definitely going to be an all-star. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I had a question to ask one of y'all boys about. Um, oh, like, all right, Solando, you got this big thing about Giannis being the MVP. Yeah. Can you can you give us the spiel? I mean, what's what's there to give, man? They got the number one record in the uh, whole NBA. Um, he's been the leader of his his team. He's made. When the last time you seen the Giannis highlight? What do you mean the other night? Like, what you? He dunked on Blake Griffin hard as hell. Like, I watched that game. 
Y'all niggas need to just you watch. No, wait, wait, wait. I don't watch Sports Center though. So I'm saying, what about that shit? You got Twitter? I don't be on Twitter like that. That's why I be responding to you all that tweets. No, he he deserves the MVP this year. He just does. Houston, the last they they choked down. They in the fourth seed now. I've seen scoring. My whoa, whoa, whoa. They didn't choke. They, they didn't lost to Paul George. The, the Nuggets had to come back George. from a double a double digit win, and who else? Portland had to win that game in order for. And the Rockets really was the second seed. They could. It was. They, they lost. They it was, the it was up for grabs. I think when you do the MVP, everything count, and winning is a huge part of it. They got eight more wins. Yeah, that's more wins. Yeah, but it's eight more. You're like, like they got that's, like that's a million more, more wins. That's more wins. Eight more wins. And they beat them twice when James they played. James Harden averaged 37 seven. He shot shooting 50 <laughs> points. Shots. Shooting 50 shots a game. Niggas can shoot 50. Nobody's telling Yannis not to shoot 50 shots. He's bad for shooting. No, no. Who is telling Yannis not to shoot 50 shots? He doesn't need to. He's getting a bad team here. He's getting guys better. He's just he's making his teammates better. James Harden does not do that. How is James Harden not making his teammates better? How is he not? He can average more assists than that. That's just boring. He averaged a triple-double before. He averaged 38-8 one time. They didn't give him the MVP for that neither. So it don't matter. So it don't matter what he it's the same team. They missing Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza on that team. Trevor Reza sucks. That's the reason they didn't win. <laughs> Trevor Reza is the reason they lost in the, in no, the playoffs. No, the reason they lost because Chris Paul got hurt. No, it's because Trevor Reza oh, went stop, one for man. seven from oh, three. Chris Paul didn't play like two of those games. I'm saying, but still, yeah, he was Chris out there. Chris Paul, did, he didn't play those other games. He was out there breaking. Games, Chris Paul ain't got nothing to do with that nigga going up. He shouldn't have had to take 12 threes. Twelve, yeah, it was one twelve. Bro, that's that's Mike D'Antonio. That's Mike Mike D'Antonio's offense. Like, don't we see people win MVPs in that offense? He just got the green light. I'm sorry, if Steph shot that many shots, how much do you think he averaged? Not that that much. I don't think nobody else can do what James Harden doing. Go to the free throw line twenty times. No, no, yeah, I don't think so neither. Giannis, don't do it. He don't need to. What are you saying? What 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 particularly are you saying, mate? No, James Harden is literally controlling games. Westbrook averaged a triple double. Exactly the three. Yeah, but we know how manufactured his is. How's this manufactured? He guards. No, James Harden don't be flopping like that. Niggas do If you want to say niggas traveling and shit like that, can't nobody guard him. The only problem I have with your hard argument is that. You saying nobody else can do what James Harden do? Nobody. Yeah. Russell Westbrook do what he do? No, he don't. He averaged a triple double. He averaged a triple double. He don't get that many wins. But he averaged. But he don't get that many wins. Mm-hmm. He averaged a triple double. He averaged a triple double for sure. But he don't get that many wins. James Harden do what he got to do and win games. He control tempos of games. He's literally an unstoppable force. Russell Westbrook really can't go out there and shoot thirty shots. You're gonna lose that game. He did it multiple times. They, they probably, probably lost. We're going to lose that game. They lost games where he scored over 60 points. They got like 30-something losses. They got 50 looking? wins. That's like, like 32 and, losses. Wait, Griffin definitely can't do it. What you mean? He I'm just had a few times. He had 31 points at halftime on the game. I'm, and we lost that game. We I'm did. saying, Blake Griffin, James Harden is Harden's the only nigga in the league that really yeah, can shoot a bunch of shots like that and come out Bro, victorious. Because it's damn near what you need. Okay, I need you to be honest. He definitely is flopping every time. No. Not every time. Yeah, most Lando, of the time. Who in the league can guard James Harden? What you mean? It's hard because he's going to the line so much. They but who in the league can guard him? Straight up. Straight up guard him. Kawhi, if they can guard him. He dropped 40 on Kawhi. What did he do against the Bucks? He dropped 20. They beat him. Twice. Yeah, but they got, they had four niggas guarding him. You, that's what you got. He had the answer. And you got somebody just playing out of the ball. And like, down, the stretch, and down the stretch, they pay, he was giving the ball to Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker. They got a rhythm. They got a rhythm, man. Bro, niggas, they playing basketball their whole life. 
They got to hold in that game. That means Charles, he's shooting the ball 40, 50 times. He's going 8 for 28 for the three-point line. But that's how I they mean, win. Them other niggas weak. My take on that is multiple historic people, legends, have came out and said, like, it's hard to find a rhythm or they wouldn't want to play. Yes, who wants to play like that? You can't, Kobe was, you can't win like that. All right, you put your eyes on them niggas, they would be weak as fuck. No, they wouldn't. They yes, they would. They would. Yes, they, they would. Because, <laughs> one, you got Chris Paul not playing every other game, so you really can't even put Chris Paul in the equation. He wouldn't even have been there. He'd been playing with Austin Rivers, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, and Kenneth Fareed. They would have been losing. Get the fuck out of here talking that shit. They would have been losing. Because James Harden can't shoot like James Harden. I mean, Giannis can't shoot like James Harden can. Giannis can only really back a nigga down all the way to the bank. Duck on nigga. Click a pillow and play absolutely trash this year. Everybody on the Rockets is trash. I don't get what's going on. What is the difference? You can't. How can I get better? How is he not making us better? fucking shots a game. This is the thing. This is the thing about making niggas better. It's so much easier to play basketball when you got a nigga like James Harden. No, it's not. How's it not? No, it's not. You got a nigga that's getting double team. You get a nigga that's double team. This is what I will say on this. James Harden is the perfect nigga in the NBA. He is strong as LeBron James. He's not a man. Just bit wise, like as far as what. Off the dribble, who else is that big? He's not stronger. Yeah, I, I'm saying if we prototyping a nigga physically, how somebody is made, he's the closest thing to LeBron James no, that can dribble. Not. Who is? Who else can dribble he's like not that? Big as LeBron James. I said closest. Close. Who closer? Man, if you would have put James Harden on the Bucks, they would have went. Damn near seventy five. Let me finish. He got shooters. He's the perfect nigga because he built. He's stocky. He can get to the basket. He can dribble Euro, but he also can shoot step back threes as good as Steph Curry. But I, and I'm saying that I'm prototyping it and just generalizing this as far as the strong ass and shooting ass. But on the flip side, I don't think he make anybody on his team better. No, you can't find a rhythm shooter with a nigga like that. It's just one of the things that I think is that him shooting a contested shot. It's way better than shooting. It's way better than to somebody else shooting an open shot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the nigga contested three. His percentages on that. This would make me realize the nigga was steep. Bro. It's, he shoot like 43% on contested step back threes. Bro. That's ridiculous. What is making somebody better? I want to try to really tell, say what that One is. Thing, because Eric Bledsoe is not I, better I by playing like with Giannis. Nigga. I don't like Eric Bledsoe is legit think, the z- exact same no, no, nigga. Chris Milton's his hit is and all the same. Has no, he has not. Oh, he's been the same. Them niggas actually have better games when Giannis don't play. He's an all star, man. I'm saying. He's like, oh, I'm saying. 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 I'm what? Oh, Smith, Jay, no, I'm just no. I'm saying, what is making a nigga better? Like, what are y'all when you say something like that? Like Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Milton, and Brooke Lopez are not bad players. They're not bad players. They're playing some of their best basketball now. They are. But I'm saying it's because it's they got a, they got a nigga like Giannis that's getting double teams, so it make their job easier. That's the same James thing Harden with the Rockets. If James Harden was on the Bucks, they would they also would be good players. They have good complimentary players to put around a ball that. dominant nigga like that. Honestly, what do you mean? Except for nigga that shoot threes is not a good company for James Harden. Houston, he the ultimate driver. They're not going to win the championship. They're not coming out the second round. James Harden literally just bought Kenneth Fareed back into the NBA. What are they going to do in the playoffs? What are they going to do in the playoffs? So, James Harden did not make Kenneth Fareed a better player. I don't 
don't know about that. No. Nah, this nigga just ain't like in the free hoop. Bro, that's that's what what said, no. That's what I said. He couldn't hoop with none of them niggas on the box. I mean, on, on the net. And I like the net. Russell, Russell play exactly like James Harden. No, he don't. He does. No, he don't. He just shoot a bunch of shots. He don't play like that. He don't play like James Harden. He shoots And his team. And his and James Harden is super consistent every game. He don't play like that. He's not as consistent as James Harden. I'm saying his play style. I mean, anybody who shoots a bunch of threes is playing like James Harden. Nobody play like James Harden. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you can say it. I'm saying Russell play like James Harden because he shoots a bunch of shots. But that's what I'm saying. That's what niggas do. 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 That's Nick, and but he that's Chris Paul. Chris Paul don't even play that. Chris Paul can't play the ball. He plays the ball. Game. He sets up the plays. It's the top of the key, and you know. No, because a lot of times it's Big uh, Spencer Dinwiddie giving that nigga Dizzle okay. uh, Russell the ball off. The, Chris Paul is not that for Dizzle Russell. Dizzle Russell is unassisted. He has scored the most unassisted. No, Dizzle Russell scored. He wants to do that. No, Dizzle Russell, 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 Russell scores assisted buckets. Dizzle Russell does that. Dizzle Russell is good in the ball. No, I was. I was saying. I I'm talking about the craftiness with pick and roll. That's how Denver got involved in the game. But also, but also, Devin Booker do that too, and he played more like Devin. Denver could have played with Devin. That's what I'm saying. No, but it wouldn't be good because the niggas who play with Devin Booker like Alex Lynn. Yes, bro. If you put niggas like that around, you think Alex Lynn would be good with James? Yeah, yes, you put that. No, no. Gennaveri was yeah, not good. He couldn't play with the uh, Brooklyn Nets, bro. He could only play with a nigga like Harden. So why was Dwight Howard ass with that nigga? What you mean? Dwight Howard, Howard was still injured. And he was still playing straight. He, he was, was playing solid enough. He was ass. He was ass, but he just was playing solid enough. He was ass. So we talking about we talking about James Harden making niggas better, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect example, you just talked about Devin Booker. They just got a nigga from Devin Booker team and traded that nigga. He couldn't even play. Who? Marquis Chris? Why James Harden couldn't make him no better? Marquis Chris? Yes. Marquis Chris didn't get no minutes. They was playing he was ass. Ass. They playing niggas like Harden. Because he was he went to the Cavs and played no, solid. Because he was ass. No, like, James Harden know, couldn't do that for him. Look, I just think, like, watching that Mark D'Antoni, like, offense, like, people are going to get up and down. They're going to get their buckets. It's just too many times when guys are just standing around and just watching him dribble, dribble the ball, dribble the so air out want, the ball. So you sitting here telling me you want P.J. Tucker to dribble the ball? No, I want him to get some buckets, though. <laughs> Why? Why do you want PJ Tucker to score Bro, so many you points? You can't win scoring fifty, shooting the ball fifty times. But you can't win with PJ Tucker. You can't win with PJ Tucker. Who is with a championship with a nigga like PJ Tucker being a main offensive? Work? Let's run the ball and run offense through PJ Tucker. This is hard. Get him involved. I don't know. Why get PJ Tucker involved? Why do you get a nigga like PJ Tucker involved? Why would you ever want to do something like that? That's the point. That's the thing. I don't get. But see, no. Was the but the Milwaukee Bucks have better niggas. They have a nigga like Miritic Park. I can see why I get Miritic. I can see why you get Miritic involved. I can see why you get Chris Middleton involved. I can see why you get Brooke Lopez involved. PJ Tucker, you don't get a nigga like that involved. Austin Rivers ain't here. Bless on my mind. 
quite but I'm saying getting one of them niggas, getting Austin Rivers involved, it's like, all right, what the fuck are we doing? You you trying to lose a game? Austin Rivers, I'm saying you put he not Eric Bledsoe. That's the nigga you get involved right. in the game. That's the same nigga to me. Bro. Nah, really, I take Austin Rivers. Eric Bledsoe ass. But that's what I'm saying. Eric, that's what I'm saying. But is y'all making him better? No, Eric Bledsoe's the same Eric Bledsoe. He been on the Suns. Well, he get the rock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't make Malcolm Brogdon better. These are, these are just good niggas. <laughs> he just played a team with good dudes. I mean, but I feel like James Harden taking like, touches away from Austin River and making him asser. It ain't making. It's not about making him. This is some of the best basketball than Austin Rivers done played. He didn't no. play that good in the Wizards. He was trash. He was losing minutes to Sutteranski, no. who was a known oh, trash nigga in my eyes. He's a lot better. He's a lot better. He was playing for his dad. His dad was going to get better. He could do whatever he wanted to. I mean, but that's kind of what, what Lando said. Like, if you got a coach like Mike D'Antonio that just lets you do it, that's the same <laughs> scenario as what you just said. He just literally letting James Harden do whatever he wants. Yeah, but it's like, he not letting Austin Rivers do it for a reason. No, but you just said James I'm saying, his dad was letting him hoop. They wasn't winning games when Austin Rivers was out there balling. It shit didn't matter. It was like, all right, fuck, we need minutes. We need healthy. That was Chris Paul and them niggas. He was coming. He was coming in for twenty-two minutes. Like, look, we don't. That's a lot of And he was playing alongside of other niggas. Like, uh, I forgot who else was on that team. That was still all. It was a bunch of niggas doing shit on that team. It wasn't just Austin Rivers running the second unit by itself. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got a bunch of bum ass niggas. Who, who? What is really making a nigga better? Like, I don't get. I, that's why I only think the ultimate reason of making a nigga better is just playing alongside good niggas. Like, that's how you're better. It's easier for you. Niggas, I done heard niggas in the NBA quote that. That's, like, that's, what, I, that's I, what makes that's me a better no, player. No, no, that's easier. what I said and why I changed the adjective. It's worser. Like, you're worse when you playing with a nigga who don't give you the rock. Like, that. it's not about, you can't make a nigga better for it. You ask, it's about opportunity. Like, and I don't, I don't never say that LeBron James make niggas better. I think LeBron James' persona is what make people worse when they're around him is because you know at the end of the day, I'm probably going to take on too much of the blame. I ain't going to get no credit. And then if I miss, niggas going to be stoning me on Twitter type shit. So I think that's more so the issue. But with a nigga like James Harden, you know it's going to be times where you don't touch that bitch. Your times is going to be iffy. Your rhythm going to be thrown out of whack. But, like, I've heard LeBron James talk about, I, I pay attention to how a nigga want the ball. Like, they want the, the skin turned this way, that type. James Harden don't give a fuck about that. He don't give a fuck when you touch that bitch. He don't give a fuck when the last time you touch that bitch. It could be two seconds left on the shot clock. They trap me. I'm throwing you this bitch. It don't matter. So, I feel like he don't care about his teammates. I don't care. I feel like he's selfish, in my opinion. I think niggas like him and Russell Book. Only care about they said, and they make feel niggas like, worse. I feel like, and it's not like I said, it's not. It's the you can't make a nigga better, but I feel like they make niggas worse. I like the Dollar Depot said, niggas was on the sideline. I thought it was cool with me was telling me I was ass at halftime. It's tweeting that shit out, and I think that's what happens. Where it's like, damn, I'm playing with this nigga. He is great, but he not letting me shine. But it's like, so I'm he, ass now. But it's like Eric Gordon don't really need to shine. Like, you know I mean, what I'm saying? He need to be available. To he needs, but I'm saying and he, he is. Like I'm that, saying, but he is available. To, like well, how can you win? I'm saying, how can you win? Because they don't got the Golden State Warriors. Like he got to play with the niggas he got. Of course, if he's I mean, in the perfect team, the, of course it'd be cool if he had a nigga like Kevin Durant I mean, to get a ball no, no, to no, no, and they'd be no, no, like, because no, no, if he when he played with niggas like that, he let them niggas rock. That's what I That's what I disagree with, and why I think it's a difference. Because don't talk about this Golden State Warriors. Talk about. The 2015 and 2014 Golden State Warriors, where you had the bench and it was strength in numbers, where you see Steph Curry being able to sit on a bench and believe and trust and have faith in a nigga like Barbosa. It's no difference between Barbosa and Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, but at the end of the day. Or not Eric Bledsoe, Eric Gordon. But at the end of the day, if Steph Curry needed the ball and he had the ball, it was Steph Curry. Yeah, he wasn't his trust was not the just his first pass wasn't always all right. Man, if I got an outlet, it's gonna be he Barbosa. Times It'd when be he had a nigga that was straight. But then and then we go and then 
as Be Nice always go back to, we get a nigga like Harrison Barnes who had all this opportunity and he blew all them shots. It was his fault. It was and not this nigga fault no, because he said, but like I always say, Harrison Barnes shot the same percentage he okay. shot the whole season. Okay, he didn't change. He did. Yes, he did. He shot five. He's thirty-two for three. He shot the same percentage. Look, nobody's gonna change your mind. You, you ride with Jay Barnes. He's not gonna win MVP. I'm just saying. You're right. Saying nigga like Harrison Barnes is no better playing than niggas. How far are the Rockets gonna go in the playoffs? They got to play the Warriors second round. They might lose. No, it's not no Or they might win. They, I don't know. I, I see either. I don't see the finals. They're going to struggle against Utah. Him doing that four against Ruby Gobert. Go, go oh, so that's going to be a 6 7 he, game series. Michael, he did that last year. He it's going to be a 6 He did six, it's seven, the exact eight. same team he played last year. He beat them in. And they're going to be prepared to play him this year. It's not going to be I would say not prepared to play him last year. They had to do him. They saw it. It was the same shit. He was a rookie. He's going to be better in second so why wouldn't James Harden be better than that? Why wouldn't so only one nigga can get no, better for not, ten a year? It's not one nigga get better, but the way the rest of the Rockets been playing, they haven't been playing good. The, 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 the Jazz ain't been playing good. The Jazz are good. They ain't good down the street. The Jazz not good. This fucking series, y'all ain't not good. How the Rockets not good? Y'all only had one or two games above them, like. Like game wise, I was saying the Rockets could have been. Oh, so the Rockets just gonna sweep the Jazz? I'm saying they're gonna beat the Jazz. They ain't gonna be shit to bump the Jazz. Okay. How, how many games? How many games? They can good? either go to the if they beat the Warriors, they go to the finals. Also, no, they're not gonna beat the Warriors. They go. They probably gonna get probably losing five or six of the Warriors. They so what are you talking about? The so the Jazz don't mean nothing. That's what no, they won five games with the Jazz last no. year. What do the Jazz? The Jazz don't matter. This is a tough. That's a tough series. The Jazz Rockets series. I bet you it go longer than five games. I don't bet you it go longer than five games. Nah, it ain't going longer than five games. We can bet on it. Yeah, we can, we can talk about it. We can bet on it. It's, go, it's going to go longer than five games. Nah. They too easy. They predictable and easy to defend. What are the That's Jazz? That's what Pop was like. Pop was. What are the Jazz? The Jazz are What do the Jazz do? It's all team. Well, they what play, do they do? They play who, who is it? They, they got Ricky Rubio, who is absolutely the worst basketball player in the court. Yeah, and between both teams, that nigga could be the worst basketball player on the court. That nigga on the court, they gonna They got Derek Flavors. Who's okay? Who's okay? And they got Donovan Mitchell, who been having an up and down year. They got Donovan Mitchell. He didn't have a shaky year. He ain't arguably got better or worse. Who's another player who steps up? Joe Ingles. He didn't step up last year against the Rockets. When the lights are on, he plays well. I think they're gonna be better the second round. It's not gonna be an easy series. That's a tough series. That might have been probably the easiest team they drew out of it, but it's still gonna be a tough series. And then, like I said, second round, uh, it's, it's over with. They run is done. So if you got Giannis, who's probably gonna be in the Eastern Conference Finals, they gonna do the MVP like the the press shit um, at the at the end when they had like the trophy ceremony. Giannis got it. Who is okay? I think that get tally before the playoffs. Nah, I, I think that's all bullshit. Who would get? Who would the yacht with the Bucks get the second round? They get this. The, the fourth seed. They get the Celtics. You think they can beat the Celtics? Yeah, I think that's. See, Celtics nah, see I don't think that. Nah, I get they couldn't even handle Terry Rozier last year. It was seven games. I'm saying it's Kyrie Irving. <laughs> it's a whole that's different nigga in the game. Now. Chris Middleton was still coming off of the, the the torn hamstring, and they had no Brook Lopez. Maritime. But now they don't got no bench. They don't got no Malcolm Brogdon. They don't got probably no... be back by the end. Probably not though. No, not not healthy. Then it'd be the same thing or something. You know, he's coming off his ankle nah, type shit. Yeah, so let's, let's, pull up, let's, pull up, let's pull up the playoffs and uh. Like Brock and Brogdon is just cool. He ain't Chris Miller. And I'm saying he's smart. Ain't playing. He had a good. Uh, his shit been good. He no, had I'm good just his, his impact on the game not as significant as Chris Middleton. I would say from the scoring, like Chris Middleton can score thirty, 
and he can be a secondary ball handler, and he's also a great defender, just like Michael Brogdon is. He just but that's saying, Michael Brogdon still was a that. starting two guard for the Lakers. He started for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, but they can they got. I feel like they got the space to move that around. The first round is um is Warriors, Clippers. Bucks, Detroit. Oh, we doing East? We do East first? We can do, yeah. Either, either All right, East is Bucks, Detroit, Toronto, mm-hmm. Orlando, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and Boston, Indiana. Definitely Boston. Uh, I think they'll beat Indiana for sure. Like I said, Toronto over the Magic. I think that's going to be. Uh, or Toronto played the Nets, right? Not Magic. The Magic? The Magic? Yeah, that's going to be I think the Nets. Play. Six, six games. Yeah, about five, six games. And then you got the Nets. They play. Philly. That's a real good series. And I told y'all the Nets was going to go to the playoffs this year, too. To the Nets and the Bulls. The Bulls didn't make it. But, yeah, the Nets, yeah, the Nets definitely, that's going to be a good series. They deep, they can run up and down with Philly, but I, I just think with uh, Jimmy Butler, that's that's going to be the difference maker in that series. Um, And then Bucks Detroit, you said you already think the Bucks going to beat us. Yeah, man, unfortunately, the Pistons didn't get the seventh seed, so, yeah, we're probably going to lose to the Bucks. Uh, hopefully it's uh, six games. <laughs> All right, and then we got the Golden State Warriors versus the Clippers. Golden Stakes. Yeah, I think they um, swept. I, I I got five. I got it at five. Mm-mm. I think they, them boys is done. Yeah, that's that's gonna unless be, Pat Beverly start hurting niggas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They gonna physically physically they gonna they gonna be hurting the hurting the Warriors. So yeah, I probably wouldn't even play stuff like Game One. Honestly, yeah, so I play them. They gonna lose. They gonna lose, so it don't really matter. It's gonna blow them out. Then we got the Denver versus San Antonio. I think that's gonna be quite interesting. That's the NBA TV series. It's gonna be NBA TV for most of the most of the games. That's a good series. Mary thinks that the Spurs are gonna win. Uh, I mean, he ain't too too off on that. I mean, that's... I think you got Pop. You got two former All Stars. Yeah. You got some growing talent in like Derek White. You got a Rudy Gay. Uh, they got enough. The, yeah, the Nuggets is too young. The Nuggets don't got enough secure roles. Yeah, they got too many other good young niggas like Beasley and and Morris, and you also got Murray, Gary Harris, and so I got Will Barton. Niggas. That's what I'm saying. They got too many good solid niggas, but not enough great niggas. And <clears throat> the Spurs got enough role players that know their actual roles, and it's gonna play 35 to 38 minutes. So it's gonna be like they good. They got Patty Mills. They got niggas who've been there. The coach that's been there. So they they could win that series. I could see that shit going like six games. Um, Portland versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, that was just the best thing the Thunder could have got. They've been playing very ass lately, but they got the Portland Trailblazers, which is like it looked good against the Rockets the other night. Not really. They just came. Paul George hit a game winning yeah. shot at the end. He ain't hit a game winning shot in his whole career. Yeah, didn't Gatorade commercial. His shot before he hit his shot with some bullets. <laughs> that shit he been throwing up all season finally went in. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. I mean, that's that definitely a team I wouldn't want to play. <laughs> I mean, they're going to beat the Trailblazers. That's no yeah. duh. Trailblazers don't got nobody. They literally got nobody. They got Seth Curry out there playing high minutes. And it's just fucked up. Every time Dan Litter goes to the playoffs, he's just something missing every year and then he just get eliminated. In the first round. Hopefully he don't get swept again. Cause, no, last year wasn't nothing missing. They just got swept. <laughs> he just got swept in the first round. Hopefully he don't get swept in the first round. That'd just be sad. Um, and then Houston, Utah. I don't think it's going to go six, seven games. I think that's that's going to be an interesting series. It's going to be a good series. This series to watch. I don't think so. That's going to be on TNT most of the time. Uh, 
They're going to beat them boys, though. And then, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, so, who the Warriors play after their next game? You said the fourth seed? Yeah, they play the Rockets. Yeah. yeah. So, then they probably, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can about, see the Warriors winning that game. Yeah, about, about six, six games. Yeah, and then who with the Spurs? They play the Thunder? Yeah, they play the Thunder. Like I said, I got the Thunder in the, the AFC. Uh, I'm about to say the AFC. I got them in the Western Conference Championship. Yeah, they probably beat the Spurs. Spurs still, like, ass at the end of the day. Like, they could just beat the Nuggets, I probably feel like. The the Thunder got star power. I mean, yeah, they got th- star power, so that's probably going to put them over the edge. And then it's going to be Warriors Thunder, and that's just going to be sad because the Thunder probably going to get swept. <laughs> I'd rather not see that, but I guess if you got to see some shit, that would be the shit you got to see. And probably going to sweep them niggas, and that would be steep. And so it's going to be Warriors in the finals. And then in the East... The Bucks will play the Celtics. See, I don't know about that. I don't know who will win. I feel like the Celtics still got a shot to beat them. They got a shot. I think. I think. Um, I think Boston got. I mean, not Boston. I think Milwaukee got it though. I just think they're a deep, bigger team, hard to defend. I got uh, Milwaukee. And then Philly will play Toronto. Ah, I, oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm a little on the fence with that one. I'm leaning more towards Toronto, but that's that's definitely gonna be a good series. See, in my mind, it's just playoff Kyle Lowry sucks. So, if I'm just going based off Kyle Lowry sucks, then I Ben Simmons sucks. So, it's like, damn, it's two niggas that suck. Kawhi Leonard probably going to lock Ben Simmons down. Yeah. It's just going to be easy money for that nigga. Tobias Harris might shred them niggas. That's what I'm saying, right? I what's mean, Marcus Saul can't really. What's the season re- series between them? Like, this, the, the Rockets have beat him with, I mean, the Raptors have beat him with two or three times, I think. Yeah. And the Raptors deep. I mean, I don't know. The Raptors are deep. That's why I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't know about that one either. Um, East really is kind of up for grabs in that second round. I could, I definitely could see Philly winning. Uh, I could see Philly. I don't know. They got a lot of niggas though. They got a lot of shit they throw at Embiid. They got that bench though. Who Philly? Yeah. That's the thing. Philly, the benchless niggas. <laughs> Boban. They got Boban. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I had to go to Toronto then. I'd have to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards Toronto on that one. And then it'd be Toronto Bucks or Toronto Celtics, in my mind. And, I mean. You got Boston or you, you go? I, I, I think Toronto will beat Boston. I think, I don't know. The Bucks, the Bucks and the Toronto Rogers would be a very good series. Yeah, that'd be a good series. It'd probably be a better series than the Toronto. I mean, Toronto, is, the Celtics have been going at it all year, though. That's been, like, must-watch TV when them teams play. Toronto kind of owned them this year, though, right? No, nah, I remember one game, Kyrie, two, it was two games Kyrie turned up. He had, like, 40 points. He, but Kawhi also had, like, 40 points. Yeah. It's like they just got that going on between them niggas where both of them kind of get off in them games. But I really don't know who else. Like, I, I don't remember the season series between Toronto and the Bucks like that, neither. Yeah. I feel like them games ain't been on TV. I've seen one of them on TV. Like it, was, it was a good game. Interesting. Like I said, the East is the East. I mean, the playoffs are gonna be some good, good basketball. Like I said, I, I definitely can't wait for this this weekend. And interesting to see. What you think? Man, that shit just sound weak to me. Like, <laughs> that's what happened with LeBron James down the playoffs. It just sound weak. All this shit weak. The Western Conference is cool. That Eastern Conference shit just seem like who cares? Who knows? <laughs> I, if niggas say the Warriors ruin the NBA and shit, fucking this do feel like I already know the Warriors gonna win type shit. It's like that's what I feel like. Like I definitely feel like whoever <laughs> goes out the East might not be able to beat the Warriors. 
Unless it's Philly. I feel like it got to be kind of like a Philly type team to beat the Warriors, and Philly not going to make it. See, I think to, I mean, I think Toronto deep enough to match them, and then you got Kawhi who can slow down KD. I, don't, man, I mean, I think that's an interesting series. Boogie Cousins is going to be fucking over Marcus All and know Steph about, Curry. Gonna I mean, have Kyle I, we got we haven't seen Demarcus Cousins on that type of stage. Keep on had that nigga Detroit jitting. I don't know about that. Like saying that's the that's the factor right there. Like, how's Demarcus Cousins gonna play? What do we do, dude? Is he? That's the thing. Because what if he do have just like a meltdown? Because if they can lose to Houston, if he has, they can lose to Houston. They can lose to Houston if he has like a meltdown. We don't need you, good. <laughs> but a meltdown, Demarcus Cousins meltdown could fuck up just everything. No, I kick that nigga. Because the locker room already still kind of like volatile in Golden State. Definitely. That's the thing. They got to keep their locker room together. They got to make sure everybody got their own headphones. Why you keep beating that nigga, bro? <laughs> and to the point, like, Houston would beat them two or three, two times a year. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to say, though. Like I said, I think the Clippers... This is the thing, good. bro. And I've always said this shit about the Warriors. And it's, it seemed like a scapegoat when it happened. But I legitimately think the Warriors don't see niggas as threats. And I feel like they've gotten too comfortable in certain situations. And it, it started when it visibly, I feel like it was visible to everybody, was when they lost to the Cavs. Because Steph was looking at LeBron, and he left his blind side to Kyrie. Kyrie was looking at him like, you know I'm the, that nigga, like I'm better than you. And Steph didn't pay no attention to that nigga. He was like, bro, I'm, I'm got the highest jersey sales. You know what I'm Steph Curry, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I feel like they had those tendencies to where Steph is a very, he, he calmly very arrogant. You know what I'm saying? He's a humble guy, but he got a cockiness to him. I feel like sometimes they overlook people. I think that's one of the things where it's like, me playing in this regular season game with you, this shit don't really matter, bro. Like, this matter to you. Like, when, you know what I'm saying? Steph Curry looked at Chris Paul after he did that shimmy in the play. I was like, nigga, I've been making you fall for four years now. You think this shit cool? We still gonna beat y'all, niggas. I think the problem I got with is though, they've, they've been to the finals, what, four years in a row? That's over 100-something games on them legs. Just that type of run, you get, you get wore out. So that can happen to you in, in the I think, I think that's going to be next year, though. I think if KD leave, we're going to see Steph. He's going to get – he's going to play good, but I, I don't think they win the championship. I do KD think leave. this is the last run for them. I think I think so. I don't know. This is their last, they last run. I think they're going to figure it out. Sean Livingston talking about retiring. I think that's how they're going to figure out the money. The, the role players is going to leave. Sean Livingston ain't a dollar type thing. I think KD is gone. Like I, said, I think he out of there. It's a possibility. I think so. I think the run just it might just be coming to an end at, at this point. And they had a good run, but playing that many games going in, into June, man, by the fourth, fifth year, you just wear it out for sure. Why do people think Sansa couldn't? Arya couldn't have did. Like remember in season seven when they argued and yeah. Sansa was like, or Arya was like, you couldn't survive the things I survived type shit. Yeah. Why do you think like Arya could have survived what Sansa went through? Arya literally had a chance to kill Tywin, didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she served the nigga for like three episodes. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what Sansa made a good point. Like, Sansa been through some shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Arya she, couldn't have really nah, survived that and shit. That's what, you know. That, I think that was like that kind of the point at the end when they kind of understood like. And Sansa kind of. I mean, Arya kind of said that. She's like, yeah, you've been through a lot like the last episode shit when they killed Littlefinger and mm. shit like that. Like, yeah, you'd have been through some shit that, yeah, I probably couldn't endure. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you couldn't hold her to it. Like, she was just a girl and kid like that, too, so, I don't know. I'm saying, niggas, uh, you see people do shit like, um, oh, man, you said Cersei over Ramsey? 
take Cersei. I hate Ramsey. Ramsey killed his father. Cersei blew. Cersei blew <laughs> That's up. all she did. Ramsey killed she his killed father. Her, she killed, killed his. Her and, but I'm saying Cersei Man, is a. Look, Cersei Ramsey, was a Ramsey queen. Had a good, he had a good. He had a good like. Ramsey killed series, his pops, his, his stepmom, his stepbrother. He was just, he was just a psychopath. Tortured Theon to the no. He was just a psychopath. I don't care about. I don't care about Theon. I don't count that. I really don't care about Ramsey Bolton either. So like, you care about you saw that that coming? You care about Cersei, the High Sparrow? <laughs> Cersei had killed the High Sparrow. Oh, she, she's Ramsey. been in control, pulling the strings since almost like season five. No, nah, but Ramsey can't. She's the she's been the queen. Ramsey she's was not, a, not a really. Bastard. Everybody was telling you just a mother. No, but, but she, she was. Still, by the way. She was the but queen. She's still no, way to be in control. I'm saying she was the queen. Ramsey, Ramsey was Ramsey literally is, nothing. He, nothing. And that's what he Umber, is like the opposite Umber, of Jon Snow. Umber treated him like he was nothing. So like, well, Ben, I can't. I won't. Nobody respect like Cersei earned my respect on the shit she was done. So how did nobody respect the Rams? They fought for him anyway. Well, no, they fought for themselves. No, they feared him. Umber, Umber, no, Umber didn't fear him. He, Umber or Karstark didn't fear him. Niggas he didn't look at him like a little, like a little. Niggas Ramsey. Until he got stood, you saw he was like a punk. I, I see did. no Cersei. She just she she do whatever she want to do. Ramsey was a punk, man. No, Ram- no, Ram- uh, Cersei got stripped down. Had to walk the streets and naked. After that, she got a revenge and she tortured the homegirl. But that's because she got high connects. Ramsey with the end with the uh, with the, the, the sand snakes and shit. Ramsey ain't got no Poison. money. He killed his brother. I mean, he killed his pop. He, he a psychopath. He, like, what I'm he saying he went hard. He go hard. He go harder. Cersei's still on the show. He go hard. I'm saying she ain't. She could have not been in the show for sure. She could have got oh, killed no, I, any I, other I, time. I, I definitely like her character. Stannis could have went in there if he would have got if he would have got. If he would have got through, they would have been over. Stannis was never going to get through. He, he, like he couldn't hold the castle. <laughs> Set up the siege. Like, and then Stannis lost the ramp. Like, no, I'm saying Ramsey was a fighter. He did not fight. He did not fight. He did not fight on the battle of the bastards. But he fought. When Yara tried to come save him, he was out there shirtless. Hey, George, we know how trash they are. They're all trash. Cersei has done one thing. No, she's done multiple things. She done other things like talk. She set talk up a whole pool traps. She set up the uh, with the Queen Lair taking that shit like Cersei. So Ramsey and pool traps. No, also, he got Theon in a hole. This nigga Theon is did his death shit himself. Oh man, no, he told Theon like come back to the sea, nigga. I'm you saying. can't be out here by yourself. He had a whole nigga tortured. Oh, Rats, Theon, Cersei got Theon is nobody. <laughs> He's nobody. He's a main character in the show. I don't know why. I hate the. I, I hate both of them too. Like watching them two on the camera together was just weird and awkward. That was like the weirdest shit ever. Like, but honestly, I'm saying, I can I can watch that series without even watching. Them but so. all of season five is Cersei, and it's the worst season. Not really all. Not all of it is. Cersei. Most of it is. Not all of it. Is Cersei. Most of the boring parts are. The boring parts is with with mostly the, the sparrow and. And that's all because of even even like but that's all for him. Um, even like. The shit at the wall, all that shit was like born in season five, honestly. Like going I back. That was watching. nice. That was it. But everything else was like No, and then the wall was straight season five. Cersei's that shit was born. King's Landing season five was nothing. King's Landing was born in season they, five. They in fact the wall was born in season fact, five. Hold the on. wall didn't happen at the wall. It didn't, but it's because of the war. Uh, the Game of Thrones writers put out the which episodes do we watch. There was only one episode in season five. Season five was the worst. I ain't not, because there's a lot of high sparrow shit. shit. A lot of Cersei shit. But it, like I said, season six ended with her blowing them up. That was cool. That was a good scene that got for Godfather. And she put herself in control. Ramsey was trash, man. 
He was trash. He was a punk, man. And John Stone and then put him in his place. Amen. He was just a guy that like people like they like. He would go over the top, but nah, Ramsey wasn't shit, man. So Cersei's shit. Cersei's the shit. I fuck with Cersei. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. Um, all right. Be nice. You had that question you wanted to ask. One month ago, man, we seen this on Twitter. All of their work, everything that come with their name, got to be thrown out. Between Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel Washington, Eddie Murphy, Will Smith. Who are you choosing to go? Uh, this is tough, man. I honestly, it's hard to pick. They all my favorite guys. Um, after thinking about it over time, like definitely. Samuel might have to go for me, man. And it's just like, I love Samuel, one of my favorite actors, but he played the same role in, in every movie, man. He got a lot of memorable movies, too, but I, I'll probably have to let Samuel go. Out the gate, first thought, you see those names, you think of common denominator. Common denominator, acting, common parallel between them. So my first thought was Eddie Murphy. I had to backtrack. I had to think about what Eddie Murphy actually meant to me. Life is one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, high hands down a classic. And, and you, Top five I movies. can't go without life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's even piggybacking off of Coming to America and Harlem Nights also on that short list of movies where you know you can and, watch and these movies. Boomerang. He had Boomerang run. also, yeah. Yeah, he had a run. You can watch these movies over and over again. It's probably some, I think it's something else in that in that. Oh, that Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah I was like that. Some, some other stuff in that time frame where it's really good products. So Eddie, just off of that, gotta stay. Denzel talked about the the the, the denominator being acting. He's the best actor. Yeah. To me, probably got the best movies. He gotta stay. Him and Denzel up there with the. I mean, him and Samuel up there. With that's the what I'm saying. Yeah. When it came down to that, it really just to me was how much do I like Fresh Prince? And I ain't gonna lie. Another side debate that people have a lot: Martin versus Fresh Prince. Fucking with Martin. So if I, I got another I TV show, and that's what I'm saying, if I got another TV show that I could watch instead of Fresh Prince, I had to let my brother Will go. And he's so inspirational right now. He's rocking on, on Instagram. But when I thought about his movies that I've seen, I haven't seen I Am Legend, I haven't seen Pursuit of Happiness. So I can't even take it because those are two of his best movies. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so to me, he just did have an impact. I like Hitch. Well, I like Enemy music, of the State. He had music too, though. And that's the thing. Like, no, call what you want. I had the greatest hit to Will Smith. Parents just don't understand the nightmare shit. Hey, Will Smith, summertime on the mic. That's what I said. He multi talented. And I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say that. I don't never need to hear none of his music ever again. And mm-hmm. I like this is the man. In, I like all that shit. Classic, man. I don't never need to hear that shit ever again. Hey, I'm, I'm I don't never need it. to see Hitch again. And like I said, if I got Martin, I don't never need to see Fresh Prince again. It's tough to say, but if it's one gotta go, and you gotta make that tough choice, Big Willie. So it was Will Smith, Miami, Samuel Jackson, Eddie Murphy, and Denzel Washington. Like I, I thought it was Denzel. I thought it was easy. I'm good without the Equalizer. Train Day is a good movie. You, you don't like Denzel Washington because I actually like Denzel. No, I don't like Denzel Washington because it's like, like he's oh. the best actor on earth. Also, ah, see, that's the thing. He's a good actor, but it's like when you when you start looking at shit like Roman J. Israel Esquire. What the fuck does what is he doing? But everybody's at bad movies. Like you can of go course. through everybody. But nobody's like heralding Will Smith as best actor ever. He's a good actor. But he got a good TV show. Will he got Smith music. though is because any one of us could have been Will Smith. He got an opportunity and he ran with it. Music and with fucking acting. 
So that's why I, I give him the ultimate respect for his, for his hustle and grind. Denzel's been taught to be an actor since he was since he could fucking walk. No, he wasn't. Is he, no, he was. He went to like what Juilliard or some shit. Yeah, like he was that. in his. He was our age. He was in his twenties when he did that. He didn't. No, he talked about. It. He saying, didn't know what he was gonna do. Bro, but I'm saying he was already doing like plays and shit. But you go to Juilliard. No, that's the acting. Like the acting. That was like the game. No, nah, that's still that's still a, that's a big that's acting role. Will Smith didn't get that type of training. I'm saying Samuel been in too many movies, too many like. Historic, iconic movies to really like remove that to guy. remove him from it. Like you know, he is in the Avengers and shit like that, and he did, they then they based the character Nick Fury off of him. So that shit just you can't have it. You can't not have a nigga like that. Eddie Murphy. I mean, he give you the good laughs. It's between Eddie Murphy and Denzel for sure. Will Smith just mean too much to the community. Like Eddie Murphy stopped doing comedy. He kind of just if. If Be Nice wouldn't have even brought Eddie Murphy up, I probably would not have been thinking about Eddie Murphy at all for the next three years. I mean, Eddie got a lot of classics. I just think Eddie bad is worse than everybody else's bad. That's what I think. I think when you think about the Hunted Mansions, when you think about Mr. D, uh, what's that shit? Uh, the Thousand Word with the Trees. When you think about that Hotel Heist shit he did. No, nah, I mean, put your hand up all you want to. He done had a bunch of bullshit. Pluto are Nash. You, are you going to sit up here in my face? <laughs> Pluto Nash. And tell me that those comedy-based movies are worse than After Earth. After Earth is bad. That's, that's a but I, Are you, you going to sit up here in my face and tell me that those comedy-based movies where you can... It might still be one or two... Might still, I Linda, might, um, might still be one or two jokes in each one of those movies. Nah, it's man. semi-funny. Eddie Murphy one jokes, or two. Eddie Murphy jokes are not the same. Bro. And, uh, and I'm so not, he went to that that kid Rob to get paid, no, no, and it was over. Is, with. is there one thing you can't tell me? Is there, and, and if I throw out five of the movies, if we watch them right now, I guarantee you there'd be at least one thing out of all five that you could chuckle at. Nah. There is nothing good about After Earth, Lando. Not one single thing. Even Will Smith acting is bad in that movie. No, After Earth is a bad Everything movie. Everything about it. Even his is bad. bad too. Nah, but I like Pluto. <laughs> that shit was trash. It's a bad. bad movie, but he got some fun uh, parts in that movie. Eddie Murphy's last good movie might have been Dreamgirls. Yeah. I mean, dog, like, come on, I man. That's almost like 13 years ago. Like, dog, he had some bad, bad movies, man. A bunch. And he said Sammy Oda's been a bunch of bad movies, but he kind of offset that with, with, with good movies. But Black Sane Moan and uh, fucking Snakes on the Plane, all that shit was trash. What about Two Guns? Like that? Two Guns, and like I said, Two Guns was awful. Awful movie. Roman, that shit was awful. You don't, I, I, can, I can tolerate the equalizers, you just don't like them. That's really it on Denzel resume. Eddie Murphy and Mulan and Shrek and shit too, bro. I mean, right. the, fir- the first Shrek was good. The rest I'm of the saying, no, that's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic movie. This first Shrek is a classic. The Magnificent Seven, Lando? It ain't that bad. It ain't his hell fault. I'll tell you that, man. It ain't his fault that the movie See, but Lando likes shit like Fences, and you like shit like that. But me and Tracy, we used to watch Fences. I don't watch shit like Fences. We used to watch Fences and Crosby. That's what I'm saying. I seen both the Equalizers. I wish I've never did that. Actually, Fences is a good... You should watch that. Good play. Man on Fire. Man on Fire is a good movie. A funny movie. Very good movie. I don't remember that shit. Inside Man. Inside Man was uh, Spike Lee. Hurricane. Hurricane is a great movie. That's a great movie. See, bro, you like shit. You like all these other movies, but it's like... When the last true story. When the last time you watched these movies? Every time Crimson Tile cut on, you can pop my room, that shit on. I ain't gonna lie to you. (laughs) Denzel Washington, if it's 
if I'm on HBO app or if I see something in Denzel Lane, I'm gonna watch it. I just got that much faith in him. Yeah, Train mm-hmm. Day, like it, it just any anytime. And then let me know before. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but so story like we go back old, like old this, like all this shit is like good. Like you said, those were bad movies, and I can point out when somebody make a bad movie. But no, this is a I just feel like Fresh Prince kind of just make up for anything bad Will Smith ever done. You like Norbit too, man. I like Norbit. That's what I'm saying. Eddie Murphy is good in mine. <laughs> he kind of good. That's why I really just did Zeta. Like, he just make movies. You know, so, you know, so, he just make movies. It's like, I don't watch a movie. Like, a movie you know, go anywhere. Like you said, I, <laughs> I don't watch any movie. Like, it doesn't really matter. I, ain't gonna lie. I like Will Smith move, uh, music. So, shit, I, I, gotta, I gotta stick with Will. Will's my guy. That was just my guy growing up, so I <laughs> that's bad interest too. <laughs> Storyline. Hey, listen, this music was straight to me, man. I remember the, after all the people I've seen argue about this. You only nigga to say, yeah, Will Smith. Nobody even mentioned the Tennessee was a rapper. That don't matter. Listen, Will Smith has some good music, some good <laughs> albums, man. I fuck with Will. Dude, like, I like Summertime. I, I, I grew up. My pops made me listen to Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what's dog. I don't like that. That's shit. dog. <laughs> cool. Nightmare on Elm Street, the shit, man. It's cool. It's a good, good Halloween song, man. That's cool. And she used to play that shit in the morning with the Halloween going to school, needs man. Halloween rap. No, that's the back in the day when everybody used to make Christmas albums and shit Who like needs that. that? That shit's dope. Christmas and holidays, we don't need none of that shit, bro. Christmas holidays was straight, man. You know, I seen somebody complain about one shining moment. Like that's damn, that's a song that come on once a year. Like, how you fucking complain about a song like that? Well, Just, how do you complain about? Why? I'm saying it's like, I think it's overrated. It's like nigga, it come on once. You literally will never hear this no, song. No, no, no. But I, I get that though. But it's like no, it that's always, the reverse of what you saying. Like the overrated is that somebody waiting for it. Like you want to hear that. Yeah. Thing. And that's, so that's the overrated. That's like, but it's also songs. like Christmas songs. It? It's like you only hear the shit once. It's like whatever. I don't. Nah, but I feel like that. That's what their argument is. Is why this? Why do you got here at all? Because if you don't want to hear it the rest of the year, why you want to hear it right now? Because <laughs> it's just right now, dog. Why can't uh, that's you just why it's give it one moment? Can't use that shit. the rest of the year. That shit well, is two like, minutes. Why? That person might have been. Oh, nah, it's two it's minutes. Underrated, overrated song that you only play one time a year. That bitch is over. No, nah, that's you play it for two minutes thirty seconds. You then it can like you said. You've never even seen it, so it's really some shit that probably don't never even come across your mind. If that nigga don't want to hear it, he can just. Change the channel for five yeah, seconds. But he had to let niggas know because he was somebody he probably seen somebody. Yeah, dog. Like, no, just like don't hit him the shining moment. It ain't did no, nothing to nobody. I can, I can see that because if you like being around y'all niggas and y'all on some, hey, what that one shining moment? Way it's like that's overrated, bro. Oh. Hey. Fuck one shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the year, man. Yeah, no, this ain't fuck one shot moments. It's like, bro, come on. Underline tone in that dog Christmas music very overrated. I mean, I yeah, but I fuck Christmas music. I ain't gonna hold you up. I kind of do too. Mariah Carey shit going on that voice of man. I, I just feel like when something like shit that is going can be played once, it's like you just enjoy it for the time. If you don't like it, it's like this is the only time you might ever hear it. I feel it. like if that was a nigga who only eat macaroni and cheese on Christmas, then you could say that's over. I'd eat macaroni and cheese all year, so it's like it don't really matter. One time a year things that's overrated. That's how I'm taking. That's my take on. No, it. I really do something once a year. It's overrated. That's why. That's why I feel like like even, I don't like my birthday. That's overrated. But I, I feel like, like that celebration once a year. That's overrated. Like bro. like say I, like when I said I only eat a hot dog on like Fourth of July or some shit. That's just like all right. This is the Fourth of July the hot dog. And I ain't making. It's but it's just like that's the thing. It's like I ain't eating. I ain't eating hot dogs every day or every time. I'm not like, even ready. In October and shit. It's just like one thing a nigga did. You know what I'm saying? It's a hot dog. And it's like whatever. To be like hot dogs is nasty are good. It's like you know, it really don't matter because I only eat that bitch once a year. It's like you don't gotta write nothing that you do once a year. It's just like whatever. He just did that for attention. <laughs> like, like if you don't like the song, just turn it off, man. <laughs> but 
But no, man, like I said, I, I like that debate. That's that's a good debate. We should try to mix mix in some more uh, dudes and do that, man. But like you say, and I run, I love Samuel, but you know he'd be the odd man out. All right, man. So like I said before the show, I didn't say this on the show. I said told this to the guys. We're gonna be doing a movie series this summer. We're gonna be watching every sports movie. Um, we're gonna be giving them a ranking based off what's the what's the criteria, Lando? Uh, accuracy of the sport, uh, actual sports scenes, uh, most memorable moments, um, watchability, like you can go back and watch it, and good team story. I think that was it. Uh, inspiration, like if it oh, inspired yeah, you. Good, to. Yeah, good, good inspiration. Good. Inspiration. So we're gonna put, we gonna put, and by you put a little bit more in there. Yeah, on we're the, gonna watch Lando and Austin favorite movie. Yeah, we gonna watch the game stands tall. Oh, we, we gotta watch in the game stands tall. Y'all fucked up that movie for me. Like, honestly, that, that movie was not that bad. You know, I just kept fucking laughing. <laughs> that shit was ass. Oh, actually, I sat down and watched that show on Stars. I'm like, I, I had tears in my eyes. Ended up looking up my man's story and shit like that. That shit was Wasn't that Toby Gerhardt's story? I think Toby Gerhardt was the white running back, but that T.K. Kelly was uh, the real receiver. Ooh, that got killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that was sad. That movie yeah. was bad. Sad and bad. Acting was bad, but yeah. This is a decent movie. So we're going to be a bunch of movies. We're going to watch pretty much all of them. So I want to do this right now because like my favorite football movie, I got Friday Night Lights. That's me um, too. Probably like my favorite like inspirational sports movie is Rocky Four. But I want to see if that can change. That's I what I'm saying. I want to see if that can change. That's what I'm so that's what, and we're going to watch them together. That's the thing. We got to watch them either here or wherever together so we can just sit here and take our own personal notes. I don't even know. I've never even seen the Rockies. That's so what I'm saying. Wish. You gotta tell me who in the Rocky is that? Dolph Lundgren's Rocky or Clever that's, that's Lane? That's the Russian. Clever Lane is, is part three. Clever Lane just that's, that's the only way I know it. You tell it's me who he's fighting. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right, cool. We gonna watch all types of old stuff, new Creed. Yeah, we gonna watch shit. Yeah. But if so, if y'all got like a favorite movie, y'all wanna like a favorite sports movie that y'all wanna get into this criteria first, and then by the end of summer, yeah, let us know. I actually, me and Giles watched that shit about a month ago. I got it on DVD. Man. That shit is so bad, bro. I gotta be like the worst fucking basketball movie that ever came out, man. They shot the shit like a by by, by Chatsy and shit like that and then all that, but it, it was a bad movie. Oh, martial arts movies don't count. No, no, we gotta have some martial arts movie. Uh-huh. What you mean, Mortal Kombat was a tournament? That was a that was a tournament. Hell no, no we ain't doing Mortal Kombat. Karate okay. Kid, maybe. Karate Kid, yeah, that was that cause that was kind of like tournament style. It was like Top Gun. They play volleyball in it. Yeah, Top Gun, hey, we can put that in. No, we can put Top Gun in that. Fuck Top Gun. Because if you had karate movies, you're going to have to watch too many John Claude Van Damme movies. And I'm, I'm talking about, like, karate movies, like, um, what's that Jet Li shit? Like, Hero, he was, like, fighting against. It got to be, like, in a sports setting. It can't just be, like, this bullshit Jackie John Chan. John Claude Van Damme was, then there all his fight movies. Yeah, so we going to watch Teen Wolf? Look at the Irish? Look at the Irish, we can watch that. The basketball <laughs> movie, we can watch that. That shit wasn't that bad when I was a kid. I haven't seen that no, shit in no, years. No, no, no. Red sneakers. We gotta watch the red sneakers. I'm with that. That's one. Yeah, Start watching watch like Mike. That's a given. I can't watch like Mike too. We got no. Just like Mike. I might have to watch like Mike too. It depends. No, no. See what the people want to see first, and then I mean, well, and then we just see what we want to see. So yeah, get a list of movies, and then we're just gonna sit down. We're gonna watch at least probably one a week. Probably even before the show, you get here early and just watch one a week, and then boom. That's gonna be our summer, our well, summer so project. We, we can watch one together, then we can just watch a few of them like individually and kind of, kind of bring them. In. Nah, that's, that's, that's a lot. Of, are, are we just gonna pick a list and then we gonna base it off? That's a lot of fucking movies. <laughs> How many weeks in the summertime? We only got like what twelve weeks. Um, we can start in May. All right, man. Well, we can do it. All right, that's cool, man. We did. Looking up some movies then. Yeah. Write down a list for it. Look, four right, weeks in every month. Yeah. Four movies. 
Probably gotta watch. That's what I'm saying. We probably should watch it. We need to all just make sure we watch the same movies. Yeah. At least we watch one together once a week, and then we just gotta make sure we all watch another movie on our own. On our own. All right, cool. Yeah. So we do two movies. We gonna put them on criteria. Whoever got the highest number in the summer is arguably the best movie. All right. So there we go, man. Been a pretty long episode, but it's you know we're gonna get that up on SoundCloud. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and retweet the link when you see it. Favorite us on SoundCloud. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Love you guys. Peace out. Mm.